pies. Yeah, I just want to feed you pies and blindfold you because it would be funnier to do that than to try to like be like, eat this coconut cream. You'd be like, it looks gross. Yeah. But like, if I just blindfold you, you can be like, I don't want to, but then you'd like have it in your mouth and you'd be like, maybe this is okay. <laughs> have you, I've never eaten food uh, blindfolded of you. Yeah, I think in school. Does it affect the... Yes. Okay. Because yeah, you associate uh, some taste with just your eyes. I'm, I'm putting... Do, do you want a pillow? No. no. I'm okay. Uh, but you whisper that. Do you want a pillow? <laughs> I just don't want to bother you. Do you want a little pillow for your little head? Oh, no. Uh, I think this sounds fine. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, let's see if I can start then. It's, it's still recording. I know. Oh, okay, I thought you might. I'm not going to do it, everyone. We'll just go now. Right, go for it. <clears throat> uh, hello and welcome to Infinite Pixels. My name is Jordan. With me is... Hi, my name is Ryan. And uh, we're back to talk about Undertale. Yes, this we is... Are. Oh no, don't do that. And it'll... Be <gasps> like, sorry, that was me turning off the game console. Yeah. Um... We, uh, we played Undertale again this week, because I said, Ryan, you should finish this in the, I don't know, what you call it, the canon ending? Yeah, I, I think the, yeah, the the true ending, maybe? It's the one that rules credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, should we, what, I, how we sh I, I never really thought about how we would talk about this me neither <laughs> um it's uh because you just finished it yeah i you were in the room when i finished playing it uh but you know we played through undertale once we got that first impression i got that first impression yeah and uh you told me that if we played through it again it's totally different or like the ending is totally different it's not totally different so what did you think like your second time through just being just Experiencing it again, taking it in, was there anything you noticed, anything you liked, anything you didn't? Uh, well, I noticed this towards the end of my first playthrough. Um, when you have to replay fights, uh, the amount of dialogue can get kind of tedious. Yeah. Um, not to start things off on an immediately negative note, but I, I think that's the first thing that jumps out at me is like, when I had to fight Muffet a couple times, it's like, the, the game has great presentation, but when I have to walk through from the save point, go through this little spiderweb area, and yeah. then get there, and the game, I think, is aware of this, because they, they give you the option to skip dialogue boxes, and if, you, if you've already heard the dialogue, you, it just starts you back on the fight. But even at the quickest pace, it can still take like 30 seconds to get a fight going. Yeah, so I guess we should also preface this by saying, when we did this, uh, run, uh, the plan was Ryan was going to do a true pacifist route, uh, as it's known online, because you can't do like a pure pacifist run on the first playthrough. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was going to do a genocide run, uh, which involves killing everyone in the underground. Mm -hmm. um, and I um, had actually just done a true pacifist route as well, because I was like, well, I'm already here, I've already done all the requirements for it, why don't I just do it? So I did that as well, um, but you never saw the genocide. But I've seen what I've seen. I've seen both endings at this point, um, and you've only well, I guess both. 
I've seen like the two main endings in quotes, and then um, except I would say that the genocide doesn't feel like a main ending, um, but I've uh, I've seen those, and I, uh, and you've only seen like these more like happier endings. So um, yeah, I would just want to preface it by saying that in case you hadn't listened to last week. Yeah. So this year played through this time around. Uh, you had never done the genocide run before this, right? No. Um, no, I, every time I've played through Undertale, I, when I played through the first time, I, um, I did like the base route, um, and I just like experienced it. And then, um, uh, I think I was in college and I hadn't played, um, I hadn't played it in some time after starting like the, the pacifist route. And it's really, really good. I was like, oh, okay. I kind of screwed up by just not playing this <laughs> right away. So wait, how do you mean it's really, really good? I think I think the pacifist route is really, really good. I really like it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's perfect. Um, as you had stated before, it's like you have to if, um, so, the, you have to go through a lot of dialogue over again. So um, the pacifist route is achieved by not killing anyone in the underground. Um, and uh, not, uh, er, and then going back and dating every character, and then once you've done that, uh, you will go to the secret lab, and then you can go to the like final area, like mm -hmm. the, the finale, right. final boss. Um, and uh, if you've played through the game once, Flowey at the end tells you, hey, like, why don't you come back and beat the game and you don't kill anyone and then like I'll give you a hint on how to get a better ending. Actually, at the end of uh, just like a, a natural neutral playthrough, when you encounter Flowey, uh, you are given the option to kill him. If you, yeah. If you kill him, does he still like say play through the game again? No, because he's dead. You killed him. Okay, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so that's cool. Um, and uh, if you, uh, once you've gone through the game and you haven't killed anyone, He'll come back and he'll be like, you know, he'll do his thing where he does the last boss, like his run where he uh, turns into like Photoshop and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and then he'll um, he'll tell you um, uh, after you beat him again, he'll be like, okay, go back to Alphys's lab. So like, or like you haven't hung out with Alphys yet, go do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get a phone call right. from Alphys. So um, I guess we hadn't really talked about. Did you like have any highlights? Because you had any, we didn't talk about Undyne's, uh, Undyne's date because you hadn't experienced it, and you also hadn't experienced like the Alphys stuff. Mm -hmm. So what did what did you think about that stuff? Were you informed about anything with like uh, by the second playthrough, just in general? But like anything with like Undyne, like learning more about her or anything? Uh, I I think um, the broader my broader perception perception of the story uh like the first playthrough i felt like it was like a fantasy adventure like uh kind of styled story but this playthrough it definitely felt more like an anime mm -hmm. and i think that's very like uh, like when you're dating the characters um it's it's super like uh you know it, it plays out like like a a slice of life um, yeah kind of story like the music is really upbeat yeah the um like, and specifically, like, Alphys's date, she'll, like, be like, 
oh, so the way that you date is you got to give somebody lots of gifts yeah. to up their appreciation of you. And that's a direct dig at like dating Sims. Right. Because you have to do that in like a go online to like Newgrounds or whatever and play any dating sim any ever. Steam any, any yeah. dating sim yeah. and they will be like you have to give somebody gifts because it'll up a level with them and then it'll eventually they'll make out with you or whatever yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like give them the right uh, items yeah. and codes to get the romance <laughs> yeah she's like here's my giant anime sir- sword do you like that yeah. and you're like uh it's cool no I liked um, when, you, when you date Undyne it's cool to see uh, Undyne um like in a casual setting, like, uh, you know, as an enemy, she's always wearing her armor, mm-hmm. and then you go to her house and she's just like chilling in a tank top and like jeans. Yeah, and that was nice, because like, especially because the way that you left it off last time was it was just, oh, I like walked away and she doesn't show up ever again if you just walk away from her. Yeah. But this is like, you go back and you talk to her, um, and first like Papyrus is like, because he'll call you and he'll be like, hey, we should hang out. So like, it's a good way of like introducing yourself to her because when you arrive at her house um papyrus is there and he's like hey like i wanted to hang out with undyne and his way of doing that is setting you up on a date with undyne yeah yeah like he jumps out the window (laughs) it's it's really funny it's it's just a poorly like i mean not poorly but uh intentionally retro animation of papyrus jumping out the window as it smashes yeah uh and then you're just left alone with undyne and it's supposed to be like really awkward because yeah she just tried to murder you mm-hmm. and she probably has like the most motivation to want to kill you um so that was also interesting but she's like and she puts on her like own way of like uh of dating you of like she teaches you how to cook because mm-hmm. she's like well papyrus is a bad fighter and i've never like taught him how to fight because he sucks or not that he sucks just like he can't hurt a fly so i don't want to like make him fight yeah. and then make him learn how to fight that put himself in danger. Mm-hmm. So, and that's it's like Papyrus is the catalyst to Undyne and you bonding on this date. Basically, like uh, she slowly just reveals, like I mean, her and Papyrus. She's just uh, how she feels about humans is like a more extreme version of how Papyrus feels about humans. Yeah, it's and you know she just slowly is like, uh, well, we'll fight and I'll combat you, and then um, through the course of the date, it the combat in like in quotes just becomes more like you like know. rapidly pressing the button to, to stir spaghetti yeah yeah it's it's like a a framing device and then by the end of it just like with papyrus uh she's just like oh you know we're just kind of hanging out i guess yeah um, and it's cute and it's really nice yeah and i would say like uh this undertale as a whole is is a deceptive game that's always like pulling the rug out from under you and I mean deceptive in a good way mm-hmm. like it knows what it's doing um, and these parts I was like really surprised like wow there are like le- this this is not like a win or lose situation it's just like enjoy these characters mm-hmm. and kind of take in this just like nice tone of everything yeah it's not really like it's it, it the game is really depressing on like the genocide route but like the 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 dates and all the other stuff is like I, I like it because it, it's kind of like uh, it feels a lot like Toby Fox just being like, "Hey, what what are these characters? What are they like outside of just battles?" Mm-hmm. I almost wish that there was more like fan, well, not fan games because there's a billion fan games. I actually did watch that Super Eye Pouch Wolf video on it, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This I can definitely see." Like, we'll get to it, but the ending 
with, with like all your friends. It's it's like a, I can see why people get so attached to this game. This this is this feels like an anime like set yeah. of characters. Like that if you get to know, uh, like the way that you really like Smash Bros. and that you're like, oh, like I watch I watch fan animations or just I remember doing that as a kid. It's like that world is opened up for like kids for Undertale, and I'm like, man, because like the sea on that is so deep. Oh sure, like there's. There's fan anime, fan anime of fan anime of fan anime, like of an Undertale. It's ridiculous. I can't wait to learn about it. Yeah. Now that I've played it, because that's the other thing is like the only thing that can be spoiled for me at this point is the genocide run. Yeah. So now I'm just gonna watch a bunch of fucking Undertale videos. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, you can watch like Game Grumps play it, and like I think Markiplier. I think he stopped his, but like he has one, and like a bunch of other people do. Yeah, I I think every Let's Player I've ever had an interest in has yeah. played Undertale at some point. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, the um, what did you think of uh, Althus the second time around? Because she doesn't, if you notice in the in the first playthrough, she doesn't reveal a lot, and she's really self-deprecating. And there's a reason for that because they go into it more in this over like her background and why she is like what she's like. Yeah, I well, all the characters in Undertale there, um, they're simple, but they're like memorable. Like there's a a very clever simplicity to them, and Alphys is a is a good character that's just like nervous, uh, like kind of uh, annoying. But then there's uh, one or two like details that get revealed about them, or one or two like elements of context that kind of make you like the character. Uh, and I think uh, the second time playing through, I saw a little bit more what they were going for with Alphys because the first time going through, um, she's just like helping you along and like calling you and texting you every like five seconds and and um then she's just gone she just says she says like hey i lied to you you might have to kill asgore and then she leaves the game yeah and it's just like okay what was the you know i i don't see the the finality with her character uh but then in the second playthrough when uh you go to the secret lab towards the end of the game you learn more about her like what she did uh, and even when you go on a date with her, it recontextualizes like sort of what's going on with her. Um, I think you do, you go date first and then secret. Yeah, back. you do the date first. You get a when you come back. Um, when you like when she says like she lies to you, she lied to you. You can go back and then Undyne will call you and she'll be like, oh, can you deliver this thing? I'm gonna yeah. Fires his house and then, which already I was like, what is what could Undyne want to say? To yeah, Alf Alphys. And she goes and says like, hey, here's this letter. I want you to deliver it. And you go and deliver a letter to Alphys, which even she's like, oh, this is like I've gotten so many of these. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna read it. Maybe I'll read this one this time. And then she like reads it, and she's like, oh my god, like yeah, and like you're standing there. So she's like. Oh, you're the one who's making con confession, mm -hmm. so I should go on a date. Yeah, it's super awkward. Yes, uh, it's very very funny. The comedic timing's really really well done with the text boxes. Yeah, um, uh, you can uh, you can like say like you love anime. You can be like ah oh, no like it sucks you know, mm -hmm. um, and that's really fun. It's like role play is that, and you like for me I was like. I want to tell her, like, I like this stuff, because yeah. it's, you know... Uh, well, and that's, you know, especially if you're doing a pacifist run, I was, it was like, I'm already being nice by sparing all the monsters, I'm just gonna go for what I think 
is going to give me the nicest ending. So you just want to say nice things to all the characters. Yeah. Um, and especially Alphys because she's like so nervous. Um, and even though it's made clear she's she doesn't really want to go on a date with you. Oh no, like a hundred percent. She's like, uh, you want to date me? Okay, fine. Yeah. It was still like I, I was. I still found her like just as charming as um, Undyne and Sans when I went on the date with them. Like, there's one part where uh, Alphys is on the date with you, and she says, "Oh, I should change it to a nice dress, or I should change out of my lab coat or something." And she comes out. She's wearing like this little polka dot dress or whatever. And yeah. I was like, Aww. Yeah. It's like. She's very clearly like used it to, uh, or uh, got it for Undyne because if it mm -hmm. wasn't already stated, she has a giant crush on Undyne. Yeah. Um, and it's like okay, like, and everybody knows it. Everybody's like, just kiss already. Yeah. And then she's like, we mentioned earlier, she tries to like, uh, Alphys tries to give you gifts to like earn your affection, and they're all clearly like gifts for Undyne, mm -hmm. which is really uh, it's it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, so the whole date's just like this. Uh, you're you're rooting for her <laughs> yeah and then eventually like um it becomes like okay like undyne comes out and she's like oh like uh, uh obviously like i have to or that undyne comes out and she's like oh like you're here why are you here and then she's like she's looking for the letter i don't know why she came to the dump either I, yeah you're hanging out at the dump weird. you you go to the dump because office is like we find junk there me and undyne yeah so let's just let's go hang out there so, uh, I don't know why I'll, uh, she went there, but whatever, I'm not there. She yeah. She's just um, moseying. She's also in, like, a sweater, too, which is, like, it looks mm -hmm. super cute. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, then you um, you end up, like, getting them to finally confess to each other. Undyne throws her in a trash can and is, like, be more confident. Mm -hmm. um, and then gets Papyrus to train her. Yeah, and that, that's a, that, at that point I was like, oh, it's all my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, this really does feel like a slice of life anime with the different quirky characters that yeah. like each other and are rooting for each other to date and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Did you say, did you say anime is real? Uh, I told Undyne <laughs> that anime's not real. You're a monster. No, because I said, uh, I was like, everybody's being honest. I got to tell Undyne the truth. I don't want to lie to my friend. And then she was like, I'll I'll carry on or whatever. Uh, did you ever tell her that? I tell her anime is real every time because, I mean, come on. Anime I, is real. I wish I could tell her anime is fake and Miyazaki's overrated. <laughs> but she's, she's no, going to the I'm surface anyway. She's going to figure out it's not real. Yeah, I see that was... That was I was like, eventually she'll have to, yeah. have to learn it. Yeah, but um, it is really funny her like reaction if if you tell her it's real, she like she's like, thank God because if it wasn't real, I thought I was gonna go crazy. Yeah, it's really funny. Well, that's like all the every character has their like, you know, sort of broad traits, um, and Undyne's like the, uh, I guess they all like anime. Uh, but Undyne's like the the. I don't know if Papyrus or Sans like anime or Asgore. I guess they didn't. Asgore is getting introduced to anime at the end. Yeah, that again, very sweet. Here's my friend. Here's my posse of characters, and they're yeah. all going through different things. Uh, what was it? Oh, uh, Alphys, like her character um, through the dating thing. It be it was like oh okay, her character's about like stop self-pitying yourself uh lift yourself up and you'll be better for it like yeah forgive yourself move on you know um uh, it's just like i don't have any friends and it's like well you do have friends yeah like 
I don't know if Virus is her friend. Maybe they just met, but like she has friends. Like even like the 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 cat, Caddy and Braddy, and yeah, in the alleyway, are like, where did Alphys go? We don't like, see her we want to see her. Yeah. Like it's it's like give yourself some some credit. Cut yeah. yourself some, like it's okay to um, forgive yourself. That's yeah. what, what Alphys is. And she, but she has a reason for being super depressed, depressed and self-deprecating, which is her secret lab. Yes, after the date, you go back to her lab. There, there's a note open on the ground and a door that was previously inaccessible you can now go into. Yeah, which once you go in there, it like locks you into the to that ending. So you could still like kill people before that and then like go do like the neutral ending if you want. But um, oh, really? Yeah. So once you go in the secret lab, that is a cutoff point. Yes. For, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, which I had not known, but I, I was reading up on stuff, so I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to do that now that we're done. I want to read how everything goes yeah. and everything I missed. What did you What did you think of, like, the reveal with... Because this, this kind of gives, like, the background on just everything that had been going on, like, um, the motivation between behind, like, why um, Elphys is... Uh, has all her depression, like, why people want... Uh, or why Asgore like is like okay like I have to get these human souls like it really it really goes into it even goes into a little bit about like the creation what or what might have happened with Flowey mm -hmm, yeah uh, I mean I I was not expecting that um, I, I I was not expecting I was expecting Flowey to come back in a big way mm -hmm. and kind of in the way that he did uh, but I wasn't expecting the connection there. Okay. Um, and I, I wasn't... I, I During the first playthrough, there was a couple things where I was like, what is that? Like, I don't understand, like, what just happened. Like, one or two moments where, like... Um, I think it's after you fight Undyne or something. Uh, in, in, a, in my first, like, neutral playthrough. Um, uh, the there's a text box on screen that says like oh you fell uh, get up what's your name my name is but and that was just never resolved mm -hmm. when you go to the secret lab then that kind of paints a more clear picture of like oh okay that this is kind of what's going on so it's basically it, I don't know if it's revealed here well they they, the they confirm end. it at the very end okay because uh, here it's it's gone into of like there was a human that like and th this has gone into at the end of first playthrough but like you yeah. you like meet like or you see videotapes that are like saying like there was a human and they were raised by Asgore and I think they ate buttercups or something Butter, yeah uh, it was they were making a okay well wait sorry let's let's uh, in the in the first playthrough when you uh, go through the game you learn that there's a human that fell down into the monster world yes. It was raised by the king and queen, the human died, they tried to return the human to the human world, and then the monster prince died. Uh, the human that fell down in the monster prince, the son of the king and queen, were like brothers, they grew up together, blah blah blah. Uh, so both the kids died, and that's caused the uh, monster world and human world to be sealed off in a big war and blah blah blah. And through the secret lab, you find tapes where the name that you, the player, have put in, yes. which for me it was Ryan, because that's, that's uh, 
it's my if you don't that's I'm the that's what I that's <laughs> I, the name that I go by was there not name. Harold yeah, no 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 that's it's 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 my normal kind of like thing that I've got going on. <laughs> but uh, so I put that name in and when you watch these tapes in the secret lab it says like uh, Ryan come and get uh, you know what are you doing Ryan like come in and it's established that uh, it's Asgore and Toriel that are talking and then it's um, someone referring to Ryan and blah there's like a a couple different scenes that play out in these tapes that you don't see, you only read them in text. It's all in text and actually in a pretty clever way of like, because you're watching videotapes, mm -hmm. it, you expect there to be like animation for it, mm -hmm. but they just say like the cat lens is on every single time. Right. Which is a really clever way of just not having to animate any of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, and and it, it's better too because if it exists only in text, then it's left up to your imagination. Yeah. And I've always liked uh, one thing that I never really noticed about this, I mean, I always notice it, but like, one thing we haven't talked about is every character has their own specific, like, uh, way that they talk, and meaning by that is, because it, it's still all in text boxes, everybody makes a sound when they talk, like, when you play Animal Crossing, like, everybody has like a, me, 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 mm -hmm. me, 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 and like, in this, it's it's all that, like, sound, like, people going like, burr, 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 burr. and uh, and the way that you're, like, able to tell, like, these are... Toriel and Asgore is you hear their voices and you've heard them yeah. at least for one other playthrough so you're like oh like I know that this, these are who who it is and that like that's a really really clever way of of just explaining something without ever having to just have a text box that some that comes on screen that says Asgore yeah Toriel right well and that's interesting that you even just the way you phrased it just now you hear their voices like every character has a voice that's represented by uh, the sound that uh, the player hears when that character's dialogue appears in the text box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is like a voice, and you don't even notice it until uh, like you really think about it. You're like, oh, I guess Sans sounds different than Papyrus, sounds different than Asgore, sounds different than Toriel, Splowey, whatever. Um, so yeah, and then to that, that's like this game is all about its story like that's a really good storytelling element that they're they're utilizing like uh, uh, to convey things to the player um, and even like the text itself that's used for different characters uh, every all, all the main characters have their own kind of text like uh, you know sans obviously his text or his text boxes is in sans font papyruses is in papyrus um, and even like whether or not uh, letters for certain characters are all uppercase, all lowercase, mm -hmm. a mix of uppercase and lowercase, like that conveys things and it's really clever. Yeah. Um, and then, so you uh, watch these tapes and you learn that Ryan was the name of the human that was the sort of uh, accidental surrogate child to the monster royal family, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Throughout the lab, you also find like uh, Alpha, Alf, wait, what is it? Alphys? Alphys, I think. Alphys's notes about like experiments that she's doing and trying to recreate monster souls and human souls. And um, there, uh, an another interesting reveal um, is uh, Alphys says the things that the element that makes up souls is called, she's labeled determination. And when you play through Undertale the first time, every time you get to a save point, it makes a comment about you are filled with determination. Yeah. 
Um, so like just in Undertale neutral playthrough, you go to some random town, whatever, and then you see a save point and the save point will say, uh, you are in this town and it, there's the smell of, uh, you know, fall in the air and it fills you with determ determination. Would you like to save? And then you save. Uh, the only time that's not the case is at the very end of the game, when you're preparing to fight the monster king, Asgore, uh, it, it just asks you if you want to save. It doesn't prompt that. Oh, it never does that. Yeah, it doesn't prompt like a determination dialogue box because it, probably for thematic reasons. Yeah. Um, but then in Alphys' lab, uh, she says that injecting monsters with determination... Yeah, so this is where it gets weird. The, basically, because the the because Asgore was like really heartbroken that both of his sons are gone, well, sons, son, and then it, the first human's gender is never revealed. Yeah. Um, both of his children. Both of his children are, are gone. He he's like, okay, I'm gonna have my revenge, but a monster soul is not powerful enough to get through this barrier. I need a monster soul and a human soul. So the way that I'm gonna try to do that to try to recreate this human soul is to inject a monster soul with determination. So they they take like uh, Alphys call it says that they've fallen down these monsters mm -hmm. and that she's going to inject them in determination and see what it does. And at first they all start just like turning to dust and it's not working. Um, and by fallen down, I'm sure they mean like basically on the brink of death. Yeah. Because when they die, they turn into dust. Mm -hmm. And she eventually says, like, they're all dying, like, they're just turning into dust, I don't know what to do. Um, and then eventually she's like, oh, they're, like, getting up. Like, now, like they're getting up and they're talking and they're moving around. Like, mm -hmm. okay, like, this is working. And, like, then she's like, eventually you get to some notes that are like, actually everything went wrong. Um, yeah. And they're, like, they're, like, melting into goo. And they're like combining together, and that's where you get into the fights in the secret lab are all against these like amalgified different versions of uh, like combined creatures from the underground. Yeah. yeah, enemies that you've run into before. Yeah. What did you uh, did you like any of those fights? Like, were they interesting? Were you like, eh? Because like some of them are kind of the same, but do no. This whole area was really cool. Yeah. Um, like, the Undertale had some tense moments, but it never had anything that I would describe as, like, closer to just, like, straight-up horror. Yeah. I would say this was definitely the most horror-esque area of the game. And I oh, really, yeah. It, it was a really cool change of pace. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we talked last time about all the ways that Undertale, like, um, utilizes the sort of, like... Um, uh, conventions of RPG style games to um, convey things to the player to kind of fuck with the player uh, and then in here when you're fighting these monster amalgamations there's a lot of stuff um, cut from that cloth and it's really cool like you fight a monster and uh, they'll have most of the time characters have one speech bubble on the screen when you're fighting them to say whatever to you during battle but these monsters could have speech bubbles taking up the entire screen like just a flurry of speech bubbles or uh, their speech bubbles are just filled with like messes of text like not even coherent words um, so it upped the stakes for me because it was like oh this is something new that is being conveyed to me in a new way but also it's 
much it's much harder to determine like what you're supposed to do with these monsters yeah um, like you can't if you're fighting a washing machine enemy it is saying things you can see its little animations uh, there's only like four text options and so it's like okay do I flirt with it do I kick it do I hug it like yeah you can infer some things but with these blob monsters in the secret lab area they're they're not saying anything really coherent and the options you have with them are a mix how, how you approach them are a mix of like uh, different options for enemies that you've already encountered so it's yeah. all over the place the only one that's probably pretty clear is there's like a one that's like a bunch of dogs combined yeah which is pretty cool because at the end it's like revealed that it's a bunch of cats combined oh really yeah because they like they show like the shadow underneath oh yeah and it's yeah. like cats it's it's interesting mm -hmm. um but uh and uh like that one it's like jumping all over the walls and you have to like get it to like come over and pet mm -hmm. um and then it like you're like throwing sticks to like get it to and these are all conveyed in text it's like you're not doing any of these things yeah but uh it's like that's the only one that's probably pretty clear but the rest of them are pretty like okay i don't know what to do with this like giant ghost creature yeah and it's it feels like you're looking at a monster like it it's i i don't know what this is yeah so it, it can it conveys that to you really well like it you know if someone did create a uh, scientific uh, abomination or whatever uh, this is probably what it would feel like to encounter it like in the the the, the world of undertale of course yeah um, um so it was cool and then like that that ups the fights difficulties too and this was towards the end, end of the game so it did feel like okay I'm, I'm getting somewhere like the yeah because up to this point it's pretty much the same yeah, yeah. Uh, the entire way through unless you haven't done any of the dates um, so yeah that's like the one thing that sucks is that again if you've just ha if you went through the game and you were like killing people because like this is an RPG and then you want the quote good ending it's like play through this entire game and like it's like okay like i i wish that there that it was like completely different hmm. some oh a little bit to you me. mean on a second playthrough yeah sure yeah um it's it's so similar like a lot of a lot of folks like talk about you know like there's different choices and options in like different games like you play a mass effect or like a dragon age and like those are the same all the way through um and then there might be like a level or two that's different it's not like um, it's, it's, it's like not as much like that. Um, it kind of feels more like The Witcher 2, and The Witcher 2, uh, after the first chapter, which is the same every time, uh, you get like the second chapter, um, it'll be like, hey, uh, the first, at the end of the first chapter, they'll say like, do you want to do A or B? And then depending on what you do, the second chapter is completely different. It's like in a diff different location. Hmm. So... I almost wish it was kind of like that, where it was like, hey, like, you're gonna, like, have these be completely different. Really, the genocide route, when I played through that, I'm like, oh, this feels, like, completely different. Okay. But, like, the true best fits, as opposed to the neutral, like, it's a lot of the same dialogue, a lot of the same things that you're countering, so. Do you think, is the whole, uh, oops, please be careful, uh, Jordan just knocked over, um, 16 different cases of my family's ashes, but... Jordan, do you think, is the whole reason for the second playthrough of Undertale because of the Toriel fight? Like, the the player's first time playing through, if they didn't know anything? Because when you play Toriel, Toriel um, 
like the whole shtick of that fight, and we talked about this last time, was yeah. you're supposed to accidentally kill her, basically. Yeah, most of the people would. And that's a, that's a great moment. Like, that's a strong moment in mm -hmm. the game, and it's really unique um, for, like, uh, games that I've played. Um, but is it, did they design this, the first playthrough and then a pacifist playthrough around that encounter like uh i'm not sure like if it was just like like I know, I know that again toby fox is like the reason why he made this is like hey i wanted to make a game where you could one like date the characters like all the bosses but then also just like become friends with everyone mm -hmm. um so it does i don't know like maybe the second playthrough exists like that i just wonder if like there could have been a way to have more ways of like saying like, hey, you've done this already, yeah. because I know that you've done this already. Because it, it it points out, you know, that it's reading your save file over, and it like Flowey points that out a lot. Like if, mm -hmm. you know, um, so I I wonder if if there was any way to do that. And I feel like this would be the game to do it, because it's pixel art, it's like really simple. Well, and not only that, but I feel like this would be the game to do it as well, because um, starting the second playthrough, because the first playthrough, uh, so much of the game is pulling the rug out from under you and um, uh, playing with your expectations of, of video game conventions. Playing through it the second time, I was like, okay, at some point early on, there's going to be a sharp left turn and then I'm going to get a completely different game. Yeah. And that would have been in line with like kind of the spirit of the game, the tone of the game. But instead, I think it kind of feels like I played through the game, I'm playing through it again, and then once I get to to the end, I can just change the ending that I want. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to think of other games that have done this. And I can really only, like, Near Automata has second and, like, third playthroughs that are fairly different, but even the second playthrough is mostly the same. So I'm, like, I'm thinking of that. There, there I, uh, like, there's other stuff. Like, I know where I, I want to play that, and I want to play Pyre as well, so I don't want to spoil that. And like, Pyre is like choosing different characters, but it's still like the same run that you go through. There's no like, I know that there's a game, and I can't think of what it is, where it's like, once you go to this certain part, it's like, okay, now we're going to shift to this, like, we're going to take a sharp left turn, like you talk about. Well, I, I mean, that kind of happens in Undertale. Like, when you get to the secret lab, I would say. If I, I don't think I would describe it as a sharp left turn, but if someone wanted to describe it as a sharp left turn, I would say I could see why you're saying it's that. It's still like three or four hours into the game. Yeah, totally, and it's it's not really, it's more it's 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 just like more information. It's not like yeah. a new way of looking at at the entire game. That's why I also just wish it was like available in that first playthrough. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you did everything and you knew the secret and you were like okay, like, I'm just going to do this. And yeah, you can load up the save file, like, and then go back to, to Alphys to date her. But it is more of, like, a an out-of-the-way thing. You also have to just know to do that. Yeah. Like, the file tells you, but it's also, like, come on. Like, I, I like if, if, if it just made it so that, hey, like, once you made it to this certain point, if they let you do that, that would be nice. But I suppose, like, the, it's a more organic way of doing it, because mm -hmm. I suppose when the first game first came out, you couldn't, like, just 
Like, nobody probably knew to not kill anyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I, that's the whole shtick of the game. Yeah, yeah but, like, it's, it, you know, you might kill one or two people, and then the troop guy says, just like, don't kill anyone. Yeah. And I don't think anybody would have done that on the first playthrough because they were probably experimenting. Yeah, I mean, at one, and uh, on the first playthrough when this game first came out, maybe there was a little bit of like buzz and hype around it, but I don't think anyone was expecting it to be like this super talked about thing. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I'm just playing a game. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is a totally different thing than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the reason that they don't do the Alpha stuff on the first playthrough is because, it, 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 this is my guess, um, Toby Fox or whoever the person who made this creative decision was, I, I feel like... Toby they, Fox is the one who wrote it and designed it. So probably Toby Fox. I mean, it's pretty much just him, and then uh, he just had some, like, testers and, like, other, like, I think there were other people who helped on it, but it's, when you say, like, Toby Fox is the maker of this, it's, like, pretty much just him. Like, sure. in the same way that, like, Bo Burnham's inside is, like, pretty much just him. I'm sure that he had help sure. on some stuff. And we said that last time, too. It, it feels like, like a singular voice, this game. Um, like, creatively. Uh, but, uh, like, you know, I think Toby Fox probably wanted... He probably couldn't decide between two endings because the ending of the first playthrough when you fight, you're fighting uh, the king and then Flowey comes in and you get like that Photoshop mess boss battle, that's really cool. It breaks the world logic in a way that conveys how like, um, how much the odds are stacked against you. Like it works really well, I think, uh, that, that just sort of neutral playthrough ending. Um, and then on top of that, you get prompted with the decision to spare Flowey like over and over and over and over again. Um, and you have to keep making the right decision. Um, so it, it, it fits really, really well. And if you would have had <clears throat> the Alphys stuff in the lab come before that first ending where you fight Photoshop God Flowey, uh, mm. you would have known the backstory of Flowey. You would have known like the context that maybe he was um, Asriel or whatever. Okay. And that would have changed your perception of that scene. I think when I played through this the first time, it was like, oh, this is awesome. This enemy that served as like the tutorial enemy basically has come back and is the main, the final boss. Like, that's really clever. That's really fun. I thought Flowey was a one-off, nothing character at the beginning. And now he's the main bad guy. That's funny that I wasn't expecting it, like, it, it works. Um, and then all this other, like, game-breaking shit happens, and it's really cool. Um, and then, and then thematically, too, <laughs> it works because it brings you back to the start of the game. If you did kill Toriel, here's a character that was worse that, than, that's obviously evil, that you met right before you met Toriel, and you're given a similar option of do you want to spare them or do you want to kill them. If you would have known that that was the son of whoever and blah, 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 that would have affected that decision, I think, or at least the perception of that decision. Um, so I, and then uh, Flavi says, go through and play the game again. And then you go again and uh, you get like the real ending with all this added context. It, it's like the, the, I don't want to, like the, the backstory of Flowey. It's like watching Memento in reverse. 
Kind of. It's it's kind of like it, it, you know what it is. It's like when you watch a movie with a twist, like Shutter Island or Sixth Sense or whatever, mm-hmm. and you go back and watch it again. You go, oh, okay. But imagine if you were watching the Sixth Sense, and you just watch the movie as is. And then when you watch the movie a second time, then they told you the twist. And then you go, oh, okay. You know, it, it's just like... Okay. It, it feels like they, they wanted these two endings because they're both really strong. Okay. I I, uh, I didn't expect this to be a longer conversation, but I did. That's uh, some good points that yeah. I didn't think about. I, I just threw my, my thesis. No, my, that's, that's good. Because I'm like, I am a perfectionist that likes to get, like... The best ending, or just like finish something and experience it and be done with it. Mm. Like I remember Persona Five, I had a guide open, being like, "Just tell me what to do every day, because if I have to play through this hundred-hour RPG a second time to experience everybody's story, I'm gonna fucking kill myself." <laughs> um, and uh, that's not the ideal way to play. Don't do that. Anybody who wants to play Persona Five, just play it. You don't want to have somebody like explaining to you. Okay, so now we're going to go to the dungeon because we have to go to the dungeon today. Yeah. So if we don't finish it today, we're not going to have time uh, to do these other things on these other days. Because then you know, the game gets hard, and then you're going to be frustrated, uh, but you can still do it. Anyway, it's it's like, uh, that's, that's like, that's hard for me sometimes to let go. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, don't do the thing that you want to do, which is just look up a guide or like, you know, see what the best thing to do is. Um, and with, like, Undertale, it is, like, uh, I am, like, okay. Like, I kind of wish that, it was, that you could do everything and want to play through. But I do think that the, like, the game is probably better for it, like you mm-hmm. said. And I, I do really think, like, especially, like, the ending ending is, like, okay, like, you wouldn't have as much of an emotional payoff with it. Yeah, especially. Totally. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is when you play through the game again, you really do get to like the characters make another impression on you. Like yeah, you're, you're that much. You spend that much more time. You're like smiling characters. more at like Papyrus's jokes, Lucian's mm-hmm. jokes. You're like, okay, like this is this is really, really clever. They like they skip the like Sans like explaining to you like don't kill anyone because it's like well you've already done this before. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like um like and that's really nice. Um and like you probably like. If you would have gone through, I guess, the first playthrough and then, like, skipped Sans having that revealed to you, it would be like, okay, you missed the entire thesis because you already had it spoiled exactly. for you. Exactly. Well, and that's, you know, you're saying, like, there are some games that you can play and you can look up guides and you want to get through it and be efficient. I think Undertale does not want you to play like that. I think Undertale wants you to just play the game. Yeah, and it does leave enough hints in with you to be like, Hey, this will like give you like Flower says at the end. Just go through and don't kill anyone. That's then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you a better ending. Yes, and that it's it's like it, and that's the, another thing I was thinking about too. Is if I because we're, we're we were playing this for the podcast, so we have a limited window of time to play it. Yeah. In. If if I was playing this on my own, um, I would want to go back and play through like Flowey told me to without killing anyone. I mean, yes, yeah. I, I still wanted to do that, but like. I wouldn't. I would still want to do that, even if I what didn't have to do it for this podcast. You know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, like that speaks to how engaged I was with the game. 
you know that that speaks yeah. to like um, the the I, I wasn't looking up a guide I was just playing it like yeah I, I think this game is the kind of game with so many things that you can like interact with and get funny jokes with it just wants you to just take it in like it's 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 less of a of a, an RPG and more of like an interactive story basically yeah. I'm curious if we ever play near which I, I would like to if you would feel the same way because it also has on the second playthrough it's or it uh, it also has multiple like endings uh, i.e. playthroughs and it's like that game doesn't tell you at the end like hint hint do this right. like it's like literally the continuation of the story is like play it a second time mm -hmm. it just has like a long text at the end of the game that's like thank you for playing hmm. uh maybe you should experience this again sometime we're just we're just letting you know <laughs> At, at Press least, the play button again. Yeah, Flowey just flat out tells you, like, yeah. do it again. But it also, like, just works because Flowey, like, because he breaks the wall so much. Yeah. You just, like, expect him to. Mm-hmm. So. He, he's the other, like, um, I mean, Flowey's, like, the most important character in the him fucking and, game. Him and Sans, like, know that it's a video game. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So. I, I love that in media when only certain characters know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's why you like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that's, I love any comic where Deadpool's like, I haven't seen you since issue 43, and people, it's like if I say to you, Jordan, Jordan, I haven't seen you since issue uh, 29, you'd be like, what the fuck? It's, it's people react like it's, it's yeah. uh, real life, and it's funny. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I haven't played Hades, but uh, as I understand it, when you beat Hades, if you play it again, when you beat it, it kind of sets it up to where you can, if you do another playthrough, it like works. Like I yes. said, I haven't played it. That game ends with uh, a f like finale, and then because it's a roguelike, it says, uh, or roguelikes are meant to be played like, and they never end. Mm -hmm. um, this, the Hades has an ending, and, and it has an epilogue, and it has like, uh, endings to storylines and whatnot that like something like the Binding of Isaac is like all about just killing enemies and like getting different like completing the game in different ways Hades is like about that but like in the service of like okay I've 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 beaten this game ten times and now like I know that the ending is going to be different because I've gone and and done this thing over and over and over again because there's a certain thing that happens once mm -hmm. you've beaten the last boss and then it's like you have to keep going back to that last boss like the area after the last boss to keep doing something because it's important for the story right it's a diegetic reason yes to, to for playing a game again yeah um and that's kind of the same thing here it seems uh but i and i will say too like the the new stuff in that second playthrough I was really interested in. Like, I like the story of Undertale. So this new information, I was like, cool, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. So what did you, uh, what did you think of the ending ending? Because once you get out of that secret lab, Althus, like, saves you, in quotes, from the, from, like, the amalgamations. Mm. She's just like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, these are, like, down here. Uh, you can, like, leave. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It, it, it was she, it's just like very non-confrontational like showed growth for Alphys's character I guess that she wasn't like haha I saved you like she, or she, she also wasn't like um, she wasn't like 
oh my god, I can't believe you saw this. This is horrible. Like, yeah. uh, I'm so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Like, she's more just like, oh, like, okay, like, you can leave now. Yeah. And uh, I, I, that was interesting. And from there, you just go in the elevator. And it shakes a bunch and you get shot up. Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. That's where, like, the game gets, like, weird. Because um, that elevator, I, I, I don't know how many other elevators are, like, in that under underground, but if you, like, drew out a map, they don't really make any sense. Yeah, I know. I actually got frustrated both times. Being like, where the yeah. fuck does this stupid elevator go? Fuck. And that elevator, like, I don't know if it's the same elevator that, like, is in, like, Metaton's... Like resort area and like the core and stuff. I don't because it, it leads you directly to the like black and white like new home area. Mm -hmm. It's like oh okay I'm here. Yeah, um, it, it, it's just like when that elevator comes in, it's like okay done with new stuff. Here's the ending of the game. Yeah, that's that's what it yeah. is. Which is is kind of nice. So I would say I appreciate it because I was like okay after this where do I. Do I just go to the end? And then yeah. it's like, yes, you do. Just go right yeah. there. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you, game. Yeah. Uh, and then you go to the end, and it plays out just like the ending of the first time you encounter the king. The king, which we didn't talk too much about this, but... Yeah, because we had to end a little bit fast, but like, now we have time. Yeah. The, we have... the king does talk to you about, like, like, um, hey, like, you know, you can, it kind of gets scared because you look so similar to... Um, the first human, mm -hmm. so he's like, oh no. Um, well, and you, the player, the first time you meet the king, you're like, oh, he looks like Toriel. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, he he like talks to you about like, oh, like I'm sorry, we have to go do this, and he has like a lot of remorse and stuff, mm -hmm. and like you can find that like coffin down below of like the other humans, which if you notice. That coffin is yours, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's yours. It's the first humans. Yeah. Again, like the first time I played through it, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's me. He's gonna kill me." But then this time I played through it, I was like, "Oh fuck, it's the other human or whatever." Like it, it changes that scene. It's different both times, uh, which is impressive that they got a different context with the same moment. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that king, uh, the king's speech, I really liked uh, to you. Like when you walk up, it's a really nice scene. Um, he's not like angry. Like he doesn't, he doesn't want to fight you. I feel like at that point he's just like broken because he's killed six other kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're kids or adults, but like humans. I feel like they're kids. I'm, you know. I don't. I mean, the implication, the tone of everything, like it, he, it's treated as if they're kids. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, and um, even when you go to fight the king. He's like, hey, you know, make sure you're ready. You know, like, let's, I don't want to do this. Uh, let's just, you know, well, we're both so tense right now. It's like a trip to the doctor's office. Um, and he's kind of like smirking the whole time, like sadly, morosely. Um, and when you fight him, uh, he turns around and he's like, okay, ready? And then the little heart containers like pop out of the ground and there's, they need six hearts, right? Yeah. The one's empty. Yeah, one of those empty. So you go, oh man, like this is it. And then we talked about this last time. He smashes the mercy button. Yeah. And in the in this playthrough, he like he just talks to. He's like, all right, like let's let's fight. Mm -hmm. And normally when that happens, like as soon as he's done with his little like intro, like the music, um, like 
then he smashes the mercy button. Like in this, like right away after he's done with that with that dialogue, uh, Toriel's magic comes in. Yeah, and and knocks him out of the way, which I, I was not expecting. Yeah, I, I I was I was in the room when when you run this, and I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. I actually just left because I was like, I love this ending, and I just I want you to experience it. Yeah, and I don't want to like be influencing it at all, which I appreciated. Yeah, um, but yeah, like when when I say like this this playthrough made me realize Undertale's like an anime. Yeah, like this ending, all your friends show up because Toriel comes in. And she's like, you stupid king, you know. She says that you could have killed one human, you would have had, like, the power of a god, gone to the surface, like, broken the barrier, and then come back and, and like, helped us. Mm -hmm. But you killed six. Yeah. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, which I never thought of before, but uh, I, was, I was like, oh shit, I guess that's right. Yeah. The, the tutorial's, like, totally justified in that, yeah. <laughs> she's like... Fuck you. It's yeah. why she, like, left, probably. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, like, nice to see Toriel, like, come back in this capacity. Like, yeah, it also, like, works, because, like, before, she was just like, okay, bye, forever. Mm -hmm. And, like, in this, it's like, oh, I don't know what, why she was like, oh, now I want to save you. But it, like, you know, her being the mom figure, it mm -hmm. works for, like, her coming back and being like, I was worried. I, I think everybody she, else was like, she's like, everybody goes up and dies, but she's like really powerful. Yep. So I don't know why she wouldn't go like and try to help them. And now she finally like did. Well, I think she said something like, I realized after you left that you were definitely going to get captured and killed, which is what I didn't want. So I had to just come and stop it anyway. You know, I, I, she said something like that. Hmm. Um, where she was like, you know, you you are strong, you spared me, and blah, blah. Like, it was some kind of payoff to what happened earlier. Yeah. I, I remember being like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then she shows up, and then uh, I think, does Undyne show up next? Undyne, yeah. Yeah. She runs in, and she's there to talk to the king about something or whatever. Because she trained under him. So yeah, she's like, ah, oh, what's up? Yeah, that, that was the other thing. And he's like a big fluffball to her. Yes. He's, well, everyone loves the king, except Toriel. But, um... Yeah, it, at this point, too, I was like, oh, I guess all these characters do, like, know each other or have a relation to In each other. In slight ways, like, uh, Sans comes out and Papyrus comes out. Like, Papyrus is, like, talking to Undyne, and, like, Sans is talking to Papyrus, and then, like, Toriel comes in, she's like, oh, I know Sans, because he's the one who's been talking to me behind the door. Right, yeah. And then it's like, it's like, oh, okay, like, Alphys comes in, they're like, uh, you know, she knows the king. She yeah. might not know Toriel, but she knows the king because she's helped him. And she knows she's Undyne. Undyne. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, they try to kiss yeah. Undyne and Alphys, but they can't. I like that animation because it's really awkward. And yeah, <laughs> and it's the only time they ever use it. And yeah. Yeah, I like that stuff. And th that's what I'm saying. Like, this scene, it, it was, like, comically, like, heartwarming, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think the game knows that it's a little cheesy here, mm -hmm. um, and I, but I, I, I liked it. I was into it. Uh, it's it's adorable. Yeah. And then you get, uh, you get uh, Papyrus saying like, "Oh, why did you all get here?" Or, or, or somebody's like, "Oh, how did you all get here?" And then like Papyrus is like, "Cause a flower told me." And yeah. it's like, "Oh." And then boom, you get the 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 final boss, mm -hmm. uh, as Flowey has been like shooting stuff out you and he's like 
you guys are all fools. I've mm-hmm. gathered you all up. I've gotten all of you here, and now, and like all the other monsters, like come out, and they're like, we're all going to be your friends too. Oh yeah, the monsters you you spared at this yeah. point the whole game, and uh, and he's like, you're all here. Um, now I'm going to kill all of you. I'm going like, to everyone's souls. Yeah, because he because uh, he starts like flinging projectiles on you, and everybody starts healing you. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you go down to one health and then it's like, oh, like, everybody starts healing you, and then, um, and then when all the other monsters come out and are like, we'll protect you too, Flowey's like, well now I'm gonna absorb everybody's soul. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think of, uh, my favorite song in the game? <laughs> when you fight Flowey at this part? The, as, the Azrael. His, wait. his cool OC. <laughs> wait, wait, is he Azrael at this point? He turns into a child. He turns into like his child form. Oh, okay. And then he turns into his edgy OC. I just fucking bought this. It is totally it. Yeah, oh, that's right. He's his own child. That's right. And yeah. then... Because he like, it, it comes out, it's like really silent, and he's like, finally, I was a flower for so long. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, now that I have everyone's souls, I can like be all powerful. Because right. he's a god. He becomes a god at that point. Yep. And then, uh... Again. He, uh... Um, I think he kills everyone. Like he sucks like everybody's soul into like a like even like the surface world because he's gotten that powerful. Um, and you have a cool boss fight. Yeah. Where it play- that's my favorite song in the game. That's I listen a- to that song so much because I'm just like this just ugh, feels good. Well, that moment's fucking cool too. Like you said, it is. So he goes from his the monster child, the royal monster child that you've heard so much about, uh, Azrael, and then he becomes this cool OC, which looks like if the monster child grew up to be an edgelord. Yeah. He's got, like, cool shoulder pads and, like, a demonic kind of look. And then, uh, not only that, but, like, the background goes from black to, like, rainbow gradient yeah. colors, and he's just, like... You're, it's playing the sickest guitarist yeah, you've yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. heard. It's pretty fucking awesome. Um, I'm like, this is why, like, kids are probably like, Undertale's fucking sweet, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I was a kid and I saw this, I'd be like, oh, This is the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen! Yeah. He's a god, and now there's rainbows, and then there's a... But it's really cool, because you, uh, you, you don't, uh, you can't fight him, it's just like... You have to hope and dream and hope, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think it's hope, uh, does, uh, reduces damage. reduces damage and dream, fills your, uh, pockets with wishes, which you use to heal, Yeah. and it's like, uh, and the song that plays is called Hopes and Dreams mm-hmm. and Save the World. It's two different songs combined. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and his attacks are cool too, like... Um, uh, Azrael, uh, one of the first attack he did for me, which I'm sure is the first attack he does for everyone, but he, like, sends, like, shooting stars down at you that are, like, rainbow, and they're, like, crashing everywhere. It's actually, like, really disorienting, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, you know, you have your heart in the little, um, uh, like, combat box, and every attack that he does just, like, goes outside the box and, like, explodes colors everywhere, so it's just like, you're like, I don't know what to do, and it, like, there's no way to die, because when you die, it just says, um, that, uh, I wrote it down, it says, uh, if you die, it says, but it refuses. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was a cool moment, too, honestly, when I died, and the heart broke like it always does when you die, but then it just sealed right back together, and yeah. I was like, oh, 
and it says, uh, and you're like, it refuses, and you're like, whoa, I'm so determined to wish and hope and fill this guy with love. Yeah, because you're not, you're not fighting him. You're just, you're just stalling for time mm-hmm. until, and just dodging attacks until you get to the point where he's like, he's like, what are you doing? And then he becomes like an even out edgier edgelord where yeah. he like gets like giant bat wings and like sucks everybody up again like sucks a whole bunch of stuff up again you have like no health mm-hmm. and then you have to uh interact with your friends and make them remember you mm-hmm. and that's how you beat the blast boss yeah as you as you get your your friends to remember uh and be like like they reform um and then uh you then have one last prompt that says save mm-hmm. for Ezreal, which you're not, you're not, uh, you're not fighting him. It's it's saving him because you just you gotta love him too. Yeah, it's it's not about just saving your friends and some people are bad people. It's about like you have to give love to everyone. Yeah, to save everyone. Yeah, and it's nice and it's why Matt Pat gave it to the Pope. That's why <laughs> the the Pope said this is a very relatable message. Uh, you know, but like honestly, like I know it's cheesy. Like I could see um, it's so cheesy. Like it's yeah, it's very it's very uh, earnest. Uh, it's it's just like hey, you have to have hope and love, but it, it's really effective, you know. Yeah, I mean, you've played through like two playthroughs of this, and you're like, I want to save my friends. Like I want to save this underground. Like these yeah. people like deserve to be on the surface. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like hey, like come on. You want to give them a chance, um, and I don't know. I the, there's a reason why people really like this game, and I think that this game is like very, very uh, like sweet in the way that it tries to have its message come across. Yeah, it tugs on your your heartstrings. Like it's you know it it it's just simple. You know, it doesn't overcomplicate things. It's just the the concept is be kind and you know like spread love like save people with love and uh that's the only thing you need to understand in order to get what this game is doing so i think that's why it maybe has reached such a broad audience is like everyone can relate to that and on top of that it's like doing different things breaking the fourth wall and playing with player expectations uh in a way that um, most mainstream RPG games that I've played typically yeah. don't. Because like Azrael at this point is like saying like he's he's like you know before in the previous playthrough he had been like um, like saving over your save file and at this point he's just like you want a good ending right like but I'm not gonna allow you to have a good ending because there's no like there's no point. Yeah, uh, you know everyone's gonna forget about you, which even made me like like. Uh, preemptively feel bad if I play through this game again um, I'm gonna like have to erase the save file and, and I can tell you about that oh sure uh, well that's that it acknowledges it yeah it, it's like if you know everyone's just gonna forget about you we're gonna erase all our memories yeah exactly and it's it's just like sad it's like oh I like it, it makes it feel like this experience I'm having is special and unique yeah so I I, I like this last boss, it's one of my favorite last bosses in a video game, and one of the reasons why I was like, we should do a second playthrough, because like, if you just do the first playthrough of this, and you just leave it off at that, it's kind of like, okay, like, that was it, like, mm-hmm. that was an interesting ending, but like, I don't feel satisfied, 
And this like ties everything up pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's like some stuff on the genocide run that's like revealed, but like for the most part, I'm like this is like the definitive like ending to me. Yeah, that's the interesting thing is I it feels like the first playthrough ending where you fight uh, Photoshop Flowey is is like in line with what the game is trying to get across. Um, but then when you get to this ending, it feels like the, the next level with that. It feels like more of that in a way that it's like, oh, this really is taking the the message as far as it could probably go. Yeah. And it works. Um, it, it's not like, oh, this is an alternative thing that feels really cool. It really does feel like this was the what the game was building to. Yeah. Both times you've played through it. Um, and what did you, like... What did you think of like the final ending with like Azrael, like how his story plays out? Uh, I I mean I cried. Uh, I'll admit that. Like I <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were crying. Yeah, I, I wasn't like sobbing, but I was tearing up. It was it was sad. It's uh, really it's like it's heartfelt because like the you're like he's even like calling out the first human. He's mm -hmm. just like, hey, like you're are you there? Like you know, I'm doing all this for you and yeah. stuff because I just want to be with you Yeah, and that's, that's your name that you put in. Yeah. So, like, he's saying, like, Ryan, are you there? And it's like, damn, like, the, this is, this is, this hits, you know? Yeah, and you have the choice, like, eventually you get to the point where he, like, gives up. He's like, fine, I'll, like, I'll give everybody their souls back. Like, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll make the world again. Yeah. Um, and he, he does so, and then he's, like, sitting there as, like, a kid. And he's, uh, you can have the choice of like hugging him and like forgiving him because he's like sitting there crying, being like, like I'm sorry what I did was wrong, but like, you know, it's like he's like I'm frustrated and blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I think he said when I was a flower, like I, I couldn't feel everyone's heart beats. Like I think there's some dialogue about he's like I absorbed everyone's souls, so mm -hmm. now I understand where everyone's coming from or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I get what people are saying, but when I'm a flower, I didn't get that. And if I put everyone's souls back, uh, I'm going to become, like, bitter and angry again. Yeah. So, you get that, uh, you get the option of, like, talking to, with a bunch of your friends, because you get to mm -hmm. just, like, see, that's, like, the epilogue. Well, the, the, um, oh. the sun gives everyone's souls back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case we didn't, we didn't, I don't know if yeah. we said that, but... So everybody gets revived. Yes. And the underground comes back, and the surface comes back, and it's like, okay. And your friends are there. Yeah. Um, and actually, like, you can talk to all your friends, and they tell you, like, hey, like, we'll be here, take as much time as you need. We needed to record, because we did really, like, just do this, like, right after you, yeah. you beat it. But, um, uh... If you want, you can go back, you can walk around the underground. Yeah. You can go around, talk to everybody again. Wow. Everybody has has dialogue. Like something new to say? Yeah. Wow. Everyone has a, has a it's called the epilogue. Everybody, sure. everybody just, and you can, go awesome. all, you can go all the way back to the beginning. I will spoil this. Uh, Azrael is there. He's at he's at the very first screen. Oh, so if you go literally all the way back, wow. He's all the way back there, and he will. Um, he talks to you. And he's like, "I'm not going to the surface." He's the only one who's not going to the surface, and he's like, "I'm I'm gonna stay here." He's like taking care of like the flower patch, like his dad was, and he's like, "Like I'm gonna I know I'm gonna turn into a flower again, but like maybe that's what I deserve. But like at least we got like to." 
spend time together. Oh, that's really it's sad. Like really, really sad. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like, okay, dude, that that hits. I again, if I was playing this game on my own, I probably would have like gone back and just like walked around. Yeah, I know you wouldn't if you would have known. Um, but yeah, like they, you can go back and just talk to everybody. That's so that that's a great reward for the player because anyone who is invested in this game, they're gonna want that. Like anyone, yeah. any of those kids who write fan fictions or whatever, that's what they they want to go and like see all these friends that they made along yeah, their journey. Like, even like people like Metaton never, um, never was at the end. His foot comes out. Yeah, yeah. But like he's not like there. He doesn't have like a like a. Um, like a face that you have to reveal at the mm-hmm. last boss. Right, right. Uh, well, that that's really cool. I, I like that. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, I just talked to the core group of friends at the end when I played this. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, you talk to like Undying Sands, Papyrus, Toriel, um, Alphys, and the King. Um, I forget his name, Asgore. And um, they just tell you like nice things, sweet things. They're themselves, they're funny. Yeah, uh, like they're the characters that you've come to know, and when they're all standing on the same screen like that, it it really does feel like this is the journey that I've had. You know, like I've, yeah, I've encountered these characters. I don't know if you've played a lot of JRPGs, but like this is kind of what it feels like sometimes to do like a JRPG or like mm-hmm. the the only other like real games that I can think of is like the Mass Effect or the Dragon Age games, where especially in like Mass Effect Three, where you have like just all your friends at the very end there's all the, there's literally a, a a a like hologram that that is hey do you want to talk to all your friends from all across the galaxy oh wow they're like the shepherd we're we're able to patch through jack he's fighting on earth with you do you want to talk to her it's like sure <laughs> that's why i'm here it's actually the ending of this game reminded me of uh, the ending of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah. Which spoilers for that game for that if you haven't seen it. Uh, but like, you watch that. It's very good. That's probably my favorite TV show of all time. It's fucking amazing. Um, but uh, like, all the characters are just like sitting there and they're like, guys, we've had such a good time. Like, uh, let's remember all the adventures that we had. And yeah, they're all just like relaxing. It's funny because it's like Undyne was like a villain. The guys before you fought him. Mm-hmm. And it's like Zuko was there at the end of right. Avatar. Exactly. It's like, oh, okay. And it's the group shot. Yeah. I could picture, I haven't looked up any Undertale fan art, but I can oh picture God. the fan art of this scene. Or there's like so much fucking fan art, Brad. I'm sure there's a lot of varying... Um, uh, there's a lot of porn. I was, <laughs> was going to say, yeah, I could, I could, you could just tell. Um, but, uh, but there's a lot of really like, just like, here's the version... There's like, there's like ver- versions that people have written of like, here's the ending if everybody was like edgy. Here's a version where everybody's <laughs> everybody like literally it's everybody's edgy. What? Here's a version where Sans and Papyrus have opposite identities, uh, but also in that vi- universe like Undyne and Alphys have a different entity, uh, different uh, personality. Why would you want that? Here's a version of literally. There's a version that's. Here's the like normal normal version of the people being the opposites. Here's the edgy version. That's a fan f- combination <laughs> of fans of the edgy edgy version and the opposite. Other fans of both of those combined those and made a different version oh of my that. God. And then there's fans of those who have made other 
fan <laughs> like there, there's like you know like Super Smash Flash and like all that yeah, shit. Yeah. There's like Super Smash Flash like equivalents of that of like fan animations that have like over like fifty million views online <laughs> of like here's an animation of of like all the universes that f- different fans have made coming together in like a fucking anime season storyline that's wow. like that's like twenty hours long. I'm like, what the fuck? Whoever figures out how to create something that can capture that every time is going to be a fucking the richest person on earth. Toby Fox is like, you can't like, you can't manufacture that. Toby Fox has said he's like super like, he's like, I unleash this onto the world, (laughs) and I'm like, he's like, there's a part of me that is like really like grateful to everyone but of course like he's a creator it's like i'm sure how george lucas feels where he's like this is amazing but i can't fucking like, believe can everybody just fucking stop please <laughs> what people have made that's that's like say he sounds like toby fox sounds like jp oppenheimer after he invented the nuke oh yeah you should go watch super eye patch wolf i'll send it to you yeah so it's do. like I'll go watch all those. What? Do you think those, like, um, infinitely compounding Undertale ending fanfiction scenes eventually, like, because you're talking about, like, well, this is the edgy version, this is the opposite version, this is the opposite version of the edgy version. <laughs> Do you think eventually someone would just watch all of those and then just by accident recreate the actual ending of Undertale I don't by know. combining 80 million like different... They didn't, they didn't know that that was the actual ending. Yeah, yeah, they were like, well, but what if they were all just like really nice and friends? <laughs> and it's like, wait, that's just the ending. You've circled all the way back. Be like, a, like a horseshoe effect? Yeah. Uh, it's looping man. continually. Man, I, I can't wait to die. There's a version the, where the where the... Where the first human and Frisk, because eventually you learn that your name is Frisk. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that, yeah. Um, are brothers, and they're dealing with the effects of knowing that different timelines exist. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. <laughs> There's one where everyone is a Walmart greeter. And I'm not even room. kidding, this probably exists. <laughs> That's so... Well, hey, I mean, you know, it's not hurting anybody. More power to sure, it. That's is. fine. It's just hilarious how specific. It's very funny. I want to see it where everyone, like, <laughs> I don't know. That what would be the funniest fucking ending for that? Like, I mean, if they probably went to other universes <laughs> like Smash Bros. Is there one where, like, you can walk up to every character and they just say, fuck you and look really pissed off? <laughs> just fuck you and nothing else? Because that'd be awesome. That'd be weird. After all of this, all that huge emotional what story. Did, what is your Undertale uh, universe, Ryan? Everyone just says fuck you the whole game. <laughs> There's no dialogue. Every character just says fuck you. <laughs> what happens when you get to the end? Everyone just says fuck you. <laughs> and literally every time a character opens their mouth, they say fuck Is you. Is there an ending? Is there credits? <laughs> or does it just say fuck you when you walk through the final door? The game is exactly the same. It just says fuck you. It, it, uh, There's no last boss. It just says fuck you it, and it ends. It breaks your PC. <laughs> It installs malware on your PC that steals your credit card information. <laughs> That's Who wouldn't play that? And it has Sans doing his shrug. <laughs> it, yeah, it has it, the little Sans shrug. And then uh, that's that image is burned into your computer monitor. Playthrough. That's a playthrough. That's a genocide run. Yeah. Speaking of the genocide Wait, run. Wait, real quick. Can I just say one little thing? <laughs> 
I the first time I played through Undertale the first time, uh, I didn't get the first time I played through Undertale the first time. The last playthrough I did, uh, the previous one, I didn't get to mention this, but the game, the whole game, it talks about how uh, there was the monster son and there was the uh, human son, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the end, it's revealed they both died. Um, I thought that it was going to be revealed that Sans and Papyrus were the monster and the human side. I'm sure there's a fan fiction for that. I'm sure there is, because Papyrus is like big, like tall, and Sans is like the size of the main character, yeah. Frisk. So it's like, uh, and they're both skeletons, so they're both dead. Um, so uh, that that's was just my little fan fiction theory conspiracy. Huh. Someone emailed that to us if that's a real thing. That'd be um, that'd be funny. You can email uh, uh, Infinite Pos- Pixels Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Austin, look into that. If that's a thing, email that to me. Thank you. Um. Yeah, that's your assignment, Austin. Yeah, Austin, do that. <laughs> text Ryan this, and you'll know that. Text Austin. Text me as soon as you're listening to this. Just text me. Fuck you. <laughs> text me. Undertale. Fuck you. Those three words. But anyway, uh, so anyway. the gen- yeah. Sorry, we've been talking about this. The pacifist run. What is the genocide run like? So the genocide run is is nothing but pain, emotionally and. Uh, eventually uh, gameplay wise mm. so the um, the genocide road is this when you play through the game you have the choice to kill enemies or to spare them the genocide run is going through the game and uh, there's a certain amount of enemies that you need to kill in every area for instance in the ruins you need to kill 20 enemies and then eventually when you've killed all 20 enemies, it will say, like, when you go to a save spot, uh, it'll say, Determination. That's all it says. And then, creepy music will start. And, like, uh, normally the music, except for the ruins, I think, uh, is at a low, it's the same music, but it's in a low, like, slower mix. Ooh. Um, really, like, under, uh, un, like, showing, like, how this is, like, a fucked up thing that you're doing. So, um, you have to go and completely, uh, completely decimate the underground. Um, when you, like, for instance, in the ruins, when you kill 20 enemies, when you spawn around on a counter, uh, it will say, but nobody came, and you won't get into a fight. Whoa, cool. So, you are literally killing everybody in the underground. Once you move on to the next area, you go to a save point, a save point, It'll say in red text, it'll be like, 13 left, wow. 16 left. So once, you know, once, blah, blah, blah. once the game knows that's what you're doing, yep. that's what you're doing, it like uh, gives you updates. Interesting. Yes. So not everyone you can kill, um, but you do murder pretty much everyone. Hmm. Um, like, for instance, like the ghost that you meet in the ruins, you can't kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, like the shop vendors you can't. Yeah, because um, many, many, many of the shop vendors run away. Like they're not like, for instance, Snowden. It's completely empty. Oh, really? It's not. There's not a single person there. And you go to like the shop, and it's completely empty. You can you steal everything. Wow. It costs zero. Whoa. You can steal from behind the counter, um, and when you leave, it says like, "Don't hurt my family." Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
You That's are, cool. You are a complete monster. It's wow. like, and even I didn't even preface this, or I didn't even say this. I'll preface that the game says when you when you start up the game again, you had said that the game is like, hey, like you know, uh, Flyway tells you, you know, you're just gonna reset and like nobody's gonna remember, mm-hmm. right? When you come back to the game after doing a true pacifist run, Flowey appears on screen and he goes, Hey, uh, there's one last thing that you can do in the game. Uh, you can reset it, but do you really want to do that? I mean, you gave these characters the ending that they wanted to get. You got, like, the best ending. So, you can reset the game, and you can do that and, like, ruin their happy ending. Or you can just leave and let it be there, and that's the end. And, like, for me, like, I never did the genocide run ever before this because I was always like, yeah, like, this is the end of the game. Like, I don't need to go through killing everyone. Because playing through the game and doing the spare stuff is the fun way to play it. Like, it's fun figuring out I have to flex in front of this, like, giant, muscly... Uh, uh, mermaid because or merman because it's you know that's funny mm-hmm. I have to I have to go and and eat this this vegetable because you know that's funny uh, and like it really underscores that the combat in this game when you're just fighting everyone is not fun mm-hmm. it's it's really really tedious Repetitive. by the time you get to the core you're killing like forty people every like in that area and it just becomes like not fun you're just like okay I'm killing someone I'm just killing I'm just killing I'm just killing it's really really like like a good commentary on like on like grinding and like Pokemon mm-hmm. or any other RPG that it's just like this is boring and like wouldn't you rather like do the other ending because in that it doesn't like the other thing about this is it changes a lot of the dialogue for instance in Snowden when you meet Papyrus, you walk up to him and, like, Sans is like, you know, hide behind the lampshade. You don't walk behind the lampshade. You're just, like, you just stand there. Oh. And, like, uh, and, like, Sans is like, okay, like, you can stop, like, you know, you could actually, like, let Papyrus, like, have his fun and we could do this the way it should be. <laughs> or you could, like, just keep doing what you're doing, but you're gonna, like, have a bad like he says like you're gonna have a bad time wow which is when you get to the sands fight at the end um but like yeah like he points out like he's like you're not human like you should stop pretending pretending to be one wow um like you know he's really like he starts talking to you the player mm-hmm. like sands becomes like the one that you're like oh this is actually the most powerful being in the <laughs> um uh uh like that Snowden part, like, if you don't stop there, it really is like, oh, you're an asshole. Because, like, like you know, like, you know the puzzle where it's like, you, he, like, throws the orb up and it lands on top of you and you're like, you have to get through all that, like, right. you walk through that puzzle before you can even finish his dialogue. Oh. Like, you're just, like... You're just a you, dick. You're going through every single one of the puzzles and you're just ignoring them. And you don't even get to, like, skip, like, that dial. It's not, like, a choice. It's, like, your character is just, like, Okay, I'm gonna walk across the screen as wow. the, the text box is going. That's so yeah, because I thought it was just gonna be like the same thing, 
like same dialogue, but you just kill everyone. That's no, crazy. It's like it's completely different, and it's really really short. Wow. It like makes it so that like a lot of the fights are like really really like bored. Like, I mean, you kill almost every boss in one hit. Almost every single one. The only ones that you don't kill in one hit are Undyne and Sans. And Sans is completely new. And Undyne's fight is completely new. Mm. Even like, like uh, Metaton's fight. Metaton has like a big speech where he's like, you know, like Alphys got everybody out of here. Like it, it, she's she hid people like away from you so that uh, <laughs> we evacuated so that you can't kill them because you're just you're just killing everyone. Like Toriel's like. I'm not, like, when you kill Toriel, she dies in one hit. She's like, I'm not, like, I, I wasn't protecting you, like, from the outside world. Mm -hmm. I was protecting the outside world from you. Wow. Because you're a monster at this point. Damn. And it's like, like, that's how everybody is when they're in a fight, except for, like, the Pyrus. Like, the Pyrus is like, I think everybody can be forgiven, and you can be forgiven. Oh. So he, like, spares you right away. Oh, no. And you kill him in one hit. Oh, my God. It's, like, it's like so heartbreaking. That's like, so every, brutal. Everyone you kill. Eventually, the only fight that is really any difficult is the Undyne fight or the Sans fight. The Undyne fight f starts with, like, it's the same stuff with Monster Kid, which is so weird, because, like, I don't know why Monster Kid follows you around at this point. Yeah, he's like a little kid and he doesn't understand. Mm. But like, it's like, like nobody's there. Like he's the actually he's the only one in Snowden. Mm. He's the only one, and he's like, hey, everybody's gone. Isn't that weird? Right? <laughs> You're I, like, uh, I'm gonna kill everybody. Dude. <laughs> so you like walk past him, and then like, you know, the, he comes out like the same way that he comes out in the in the neutral or the pacifist playthrough, where he's like trying to find Undyne, um, and it plays out like the same way eventually. Though like he tries to confront you. And he tries to fight you, and then mm -hmm. Undyne gets in the way and takes your hit. And Undyne like is then dying, but then she reforms into Undyne the Undying. I think you, I sent you the video. Yeah, that it's like fucking crazy. It's a it's an absolutely brutal boss fight. Wow. That just like it it you that's where you use like all your health items up to that point. You're just like fighting to. Um, stay alive to the point where you can kill her. I mean, she is like the hero. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah. like, and like, I've seen a lot of people online would be like, that's where I quit because like I couldn't beat it. And like, to me, that's like really cool that it's like, she, like, that's it. She was the winner. Right. And she is the hero of that story. And the, yeah, yeah. In the world of the game, on like, from the monster's perspective, you're the bad guy. You're coming yeah. into the land uninvited. You're, like not a monster you're not like them you're just killing everybody that that's a really interesting yeah i mean everything you're describing is just cut from that cloth of yeah. like this is all a commentary on like uh if you choose to live your life this way or to play a game this way that's it's just yeah. like and it's like lacking the the uh like the very the only other difference really besides like the metaton stuff with metaton he confronts you tells everybody it tells you that enough is to taking everybody to evacuate um but then uh you kill him in one hit wow like he's like he has a new form too like he like has like wings and stuff it's like, whoa he looks awesome <laughs> i was like okay like let's see how this fight goes then he's just dead and i'm like whoa okay um and uh yeah like then you get to a uh, new home um asgore's house and in the first play, there was all the monsters that talked to you, telling you the background of like the two uh, 
two kids of right what happened to the prince and yeah. the son or whatever. And um, in this, it's Flowey talking to you. Oh, cool. And Flowey is the one that's like, hey, like we made it. Like now we can finally do what we want to do. And he's talking to the first human. He's like, oh. he's like, we can do what we wanted to do, Jordan. And wow. I'm like, uh, like I always knew that because I've looked up the genocide run, but I've never done it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's revealed that that it's like, oh, you are like, you have like the soul of the first human, and like, it's like taken over. Oh, and wow. like the first human was like not good. Interesting. And that like, this was like. I guess it's implied that, like, the plan or whatever of the first human was, like, to come here and kill people, I guess. I don't know. Um, So, but didn't uh, Asgore and Toriel take the first human in? Yeah, but I think in, like, that with those videotapes, it's, like, also, like, he, like, wants to prank, like... Yeah, he was was kind of forcing the... the, Asgore, I mean? Yeah, uh, as as Azrael, yeah, and in those tapes, it sounds like they're yeah. Now that you say that, it, I I did think it was weird. It sounded like the human kid was like pranking or like pressuring or like yeah bullying the monster kid. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. So um, eventually, like, Flowey has like a crisis of conscience. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I, I, I shouldn't be doing this um, because. I think you want to kill, like, everybody, not just, like, monsters, but, mm-hmm. like, everyone, and you might kill me. Like, he's, it's almost like, you know, like, the the sidekick in, like, the Joker, right. in, like, the Batman, where he's like, we, I was helping you, boss, and then he's just like, and then the Joker is like, and then I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, you know? Flowey thinks you're the Joker. Yeah, wow. um, where he's just like, oh, shit, I think I, un- I unleashed, like, the ultimate evil oops um where like he even like acknowledges like he's like oh you're here jordan and like you 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 want to see like the extra stuff in games mm-hmm. that's why you're here right because yeah. it's like you would never do this playthrough otherwise he's like you just want to see it if you you know because you can because that's the point like you need to comb everything out of this game. It's like right? a power trip almost. Yeah, and he's also like, and you're here and you're doing this and you're not like another coward that's watching this. You're doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that there are cowards watching this now. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> like, he's calling out Let's Players. They thought of everything. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's really cool because I had never seen any of that before. Yeah. Because I, I just, I had played through that or I hadn't wanted to play through this. Um, and then you get to the Sans fight, which is the hardest fight, I think, ever, pretty close to any video game. I, I, I didn't beat it. Really? Because I was like, I, I give up. Hardest fight of any game you've done? Uh, so far, Sans does not play by any rules. He, uh, he does like a super crazy attack right away that I just continually died to. That I was like, okay. He has like a poison effect. So when he attacks you, it doesn't just like do regular damage. It does like, you have to heal because once you get hit, it your health just keeps starting to go wow. down. 
Yeah. How the fuck are you supposed to beat so, that? Um, I had it, trouble on the fucking king. It is the same fight over and over again. It's the same obstacles. Wow. So that's the only thing that's like in your way is your is your memory and your muscle memory. So like you can do it. It's it's possible, but it, I was just like I don't have time. <laughs> I, I don't. I like it's not even like you know like Cuphead like the devil or like King Dice where it's like. Hey, like these are random. They it's, want you to it's the same, same things every single time. Uh, the same sequences in order, um, and uh, like that's that that was like really cool. I, I I watched it. I was like, I can't do this. There's tons of no hits for like videos of the doing sands. Megalovania plays. It's fucking right. awesome. The most famous song for the game. Um, played for the fucking Pope. Yeah. Um, hey, this is the song that plays. In, hey, Pope, let's play this song that plays after you've murdered everyone. Yeah, um, the Pope is will never understand. No, the context of that. We played with fucking circus performers too. Oh my God, that's crazy. That's hilarious. I try to explain someone to someone like a hundred years ago the context of that song being played to the Pope. Like, yeah. that would be fun. Sorry, that's a tangent. That's going. hilarious, though. The Pope is going to come up in every Undertale discussion from now until the end of time. God. That's really cool. I, I hope Actually. so. Uh, I, don't, is, if, I don't know if Deltarune is out, but... It they, is. It the first is. two chapters are. Dude, did they have referenced that at all? I don't know. They better. I could see them referencing that. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, eventually the, the end of the sand fight is him, like, being like, I gotta do my ultimate attack. And he does his ultimate attack, and it's basically him giving up and being like, well, I'm not gonna give you your turn. Because uh, up to that point, he was also, like, fighting in the dialogue box. For cool. instance, like, your, like, the attack button, you know how it goes from like left to right and then mm -hmm. you get in the center? Attack, he act, starts, item, mercy. He starts like attacking you, like different obstacles come up, like as you are um, uh, in the like menu for fight, Wow. attack, act, blah, 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 like, and like they're coming from down below. So then you like, you're getting hurt from just selecting fight. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my um, god! So, but then he just, he gives up and he says, I'm not gonna let you attack. It's my turn forever. What? And, uh, you'll give up eventually. And up to that point, like, every time you die, he'll be like, you've died three times, like, oh, you've died like four times, you do blah, 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 blah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, he, he, he falls, like, asleep. Um, he's, like, been sweating this entire time. You can tell that he's, like, just, like, tired at this point. All of his friends are dead. His brother is dead. Can it's I, just like him, like giving up, and you have quick. to move the heart over to fight. You're literally moving the square over to the fight button wow. and press it. Like, and like then, the the heart reticle. Yes. Wait, real quick, because you mentioned this. Does do you ever see Sans react to Papyrus being killed? No. Oh, okay. He he. You know how like right away he like comes in. He's like at like the checkpoint. Mm -hmm. He never shows up ever again after you kill. Until that part? Yes. Oh, so he... Oh, wow. That's even almost more powerful, because you yeah. can interpret whatever you want. Um, and but he, sorry, go on. He, uh, you fight him, and all this time he's been dodging every attack. Mm. Um, he's like, he's like, you think I'm just going to stand there and take it? Like, every other character just stands there. Mm. He just shifts over to the right That's left. awesome. Um, and then at the very end, he, like, he dodges once more, and then you fight. Like, you... 
you you don't do it it just like it happens like you hit him as he's like moving and then uh and then he he gets hit for nine bajillion damage damage and then uh uh he like just like walks off screen and dies wow and says uh he's he says i'm going to grillby's papyrus do you want anything Aww. and then dies that's sad yeah so his last like words are like about his brother oh yeah so so that that fight is really just like a, it's not about attacking it's just about surviving yeah and it's like it's it's about like for me that's like about like hey you've gotten to this point and you really just want to see the ending because you just want to see the ending like because it's really not fun yeah and like Sans points it out, he's like, I don't think you're having fun. Mm -hmm. Like, he says, like, you're having a bad time, you know? Because it's not fun. Like, you, I've, like, I like Sekiro, I like Elden Ring, like, I like those games. And, like, those games, especially, like, you can come out, or you can go out and you can grind and, like, explore if you're like, I don't know how to beat this boss, like, I'm gonna try to figure out, you know, trying to get different equipment and whatever. The, the, the difficulty makes it fun. Yeah. And this, like, you can't do that because like you there's nobody there to like give you items mm -hmm. you can't like there's nothing else to do you, the, uh, you're you're there he's the last gauntlet to cross and there's no like training for it or anything you can't get better armor he ignores armor he ignores like any sort of attack like you can't up your attack it's just just dodge stuff wow. that entire time it's like the same platformer that you're doing over and over and over again. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I I thought it was a really cool commentary of just like, hey, like, did you wanted this right? Like, mm -hmm. isn't that why you're playing this? So like, if you want it, like, you're they're gonna sit there. You're gonna be like, this is fun. Or you're gonna be like, oh my god, I hate this, and you're gonna quit. Or you're gonna have like a mixture of the two. No, I love that. Like, I that's very poignant. That yeah, is perfectly in theme with everything the game has been trying to get across yeah. for the previous two playthroughs. And that's not even the end, because the very end, when you eventually f confront Asgore, um, you kill him, like, he's, like, he, like, takes out, like, the, the, whatever, the, the stuff, and he, like, I think he even, like, recognizes you as, like, he's, like, oh, you're back, or whatever, Ooh. like, he's, like, talking to, like, the first human, mm. and then, um, and then, uh, you, like, kill him, like, like, right away like before like his dialogue box even goes and then flowey like he like he's like uh he's hunched over like he does in like all the other playthroughs mm -hmm. um when you uh beat him uh and then flowey comes out and he like uh he shoots his bullets at him and he completely kills asgore and he's like i did it like i helped you like i wasn't gonna betray you like right like we can we're buddies. we're gonna we're gonna do this together, like rule the world together. We got so many plans. Oh, wow. Let's get, and then you kill Flowey. Wow. And then um the final thing that that happens is you see the first human. They like come on screen, they're like, Your determination awakened me. And uh, now like our plans have come to fruition, like and you've wanted to do this like the entire time, like wasn't this fun? Like, didn't we have, like, a good time? Like, um, he, like, talks about how, like, how, um, you know, you just wanted to see 
this ending because you just wanted to see it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, guilt tripping you. So um, uh, now we can go and destroy the world. Wow. Um, so the like the final choice is like uh, like yes, destroy or like no, destroy. And if you say yes, like you like you destroy ever you destroy reality. Like reality itself is gone. Um, uh, and the other choice, if you say no, like, and then the, like, first human, which, it has your name. Right. So it was like, Jordan, like, like, you know, we did it. <laughs> like, I'm Jordan, and we did it, right? Talking yeah. to Frisk, and then it's like, you kill, um, uh, or that, he, um, when you say don't, like, don't destroy the universe, He's like, when were you ever in control? Oh shit! Like, like me, like I'm, I'm saying that for his. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, he has a jump scare, and then uh, does nine thousand nine hundred ninety damage <laughs> to like Frisk. Whoa! Like, it all appears like as nines on the screen, um, and then the game crashes, and then uh, if you start it back up again, this happens on both. Like no matter what, the universe is destroyed. The universe is uh, the game. So when you come back to the game, it's completely black, um, and there's just like nothing, wow. and it's just like silent or like wind howling or whatever, and you have to like decide. Like uh, some dialogue comes on the screen. It's like you did it. You c congratulations. Like okay. Like <laughs> so now what? Like you want to come back? You want everything to be to like. You want, you, your undertale back? Yeah. you want your Undertale back? You really want it back? Are you, you you're kidding me, right? And it's like, okay, well the thing that you gotta give up if you wanna if you want it to come back is you gotta give up your soul. Do you wanna do that? If you say yes, uh, it changes you get the game back. It completely alters every single playthrough you ever do of the game. Ever. Wow. Um wow. If, if you do a true pacifist run, um, and like, for instance, we didn't mention at the end you can either stay in the iron ground or you can go on the surface. Mm -hmm. um, right. And you can like stay with, um, you can stay with Toriel or you can just like leave. Mm -hmm. um, and if you leave and you don't uh, um, uh, become you, the ambassador, uh, or it was, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, if you don't go out and like, uh, if you just go to the surface, an evil laugh plays like Flowey's laugh mm -hmm. when you like do the true pacifist run like being like okay you gave up your soul you're like you're the first human now you're evil and if you stay underground a like image comes up when you roll the credits um and it has everybody's face crossed out and your face is like smiling Smiling, oh it's God. like you murdered everyone. Oh my! God. That's what happens if you if you do a genocide run. Wow! Which is also why I've never done just a run. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like you made your bed, lie in it. This is the game that you want. Do it. Like you're gonna end up with this ending forever now. The only way to do that is, I guess, delete all the save files. Like in the in the like. If you're on PlayStation, go in and delete every save file. Or like, wow. if you're on the computer, like go in to the folder and completely uninstall it or something. That's ins that's I yeah. honestly that makes me respect the game a lot more yeah. than I already did. Especially because they didn't have to do that. Like, yeah. they've just been like, hey, like you did it, you killed everybody, good job. Yeah, that that's like, because there is that morbid curiosity of like, 
Well, what if I just like what? What's it like to kill papyrus? I want to know. Yeah, and Flowey is uh, Flowey tells you that he's done that. He's like, I've killed everyone. I've saved everyone. I made everybody's hopes and dreams come true, and I've made everybody's like dreams crash and burn. But like, uh, like I I've beaten this game mm-hmm. a million times. <laughs> but he's not you. He's not a player. So right. you can't like you can't rule the world. Right. You know. Well, and and that's what it's the game is like. Po- punishing you in any way that it can for wanting to make the world of Undertale miserable. You know, like it, for, for wanting to rule the world, basically. Like, like or destroy it, because it's like, you don't get to rule, you just like, the human, first human kills everything, even if you say like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. That makes me think that Undertale is like a game in three acts. Like, yeah. you have the natural playthrough, the kind of blind playthrough, and then the pacifist playthrough. And then if you play through and do a genocide run, like, that really, really drives everything home. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you want to talk about, like, um, this game takes advantage of being a game, an interactive medium, in a way. Like, imagine if you watched a DVD and the ending. Uh, you know, you, or you watched a movie on DVD, and the ending was sad, and then the at the end of the movie, the disc scratched itself up, so you could never watch it ever again. You know, like that's that's like on the level of what Undertale's doing. Yeah, here. it's like, like, hey, go out and buy another copy if you want to do that. Yeah, that's, I mean, you can delete. Fascinating. You can. It, it's a computer game. You can delete. The but same but still, like, but they still. didn't have to do that. Like that. That's just really interesting that they made the decision to be like, it's not fun to kill all these characters. It's not fun to kill everyone. It's yeah. hard. It's annoying. You feel like a dick. Yeah. Like they, the game... I constantly was like, I feel like shit. Like I was like, I was like proud of myself when I beat Undyne, but I was also like, I she gave it all everything I got, and I just murdered her. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this is the character that you've been with for two playthroughs now. Like I mean, you like this, this character, game, the, this game like five times now. Mm-hmm. Like I've. You know, I like these characters, and that's why I, I never did a genocide run because I was just like, I don't want to like, you know, give people a bad time. I was like, it's a podcast. I've never done it. We're gonna talk about the game. Fuck it. Right. It's it's like if someone said to me, you can play a Pokemon cooking game. Uh, I'd be like, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. But then in the Pokemon cooking game, you have to like raise a Pikachu from birth and then bring it into the slaughterhouse and kill it and then uh, skin it, and then prepare it, and then do it again, and then start, like, it's like, uh, th- th- that's too much, I don't wanna, the gimmick is a fun idea, but it's, at the end of the day, it's actually like kind of depressing to think about. Yeah, I mean, the whole, uh, this, the genocide run is really depressing, and it's weird, because it's like, it almost does work as 3X, because like, the, the game is hard at some points, and like, eventually when you get to the Saiyans fight, it is really like, teaching you ever or everything that you've been taught throughout the game like mechanics wise you are like uh you are being like okay like i'm testing myself against them you're like you're doing all the platforming you're like you know even though it's breaking the rules and like attacking you in the text box it's still like i played through this game enough like that i i might expect that sure sure well that's i mean i didn't even think about that like the the mechanics that have been being taught to you throughout these throughout multiple playthroughs to get you to that point. Um, but yeah, that's like, talk about a, a player game relationship, like, um, 
so many games you just sit down and you play them and you shut them off and you leave. But this game is like if you play it in a way that is counter to the message that we're trying to get across through the story, uh, we're you're gonna you're not gonna have fun. Yeah, it's you know in GTA or like in you know Mario you can go through and do and do a genocide run of Mario. You know GTA you can kill everybody. In fact, that game like. Really, it's only the cops that will stop you, but you can turn on cheats. You can go through the game and, like, get a bunch of weapons and then go on a, a shooting spree, and it, like, almost, like, encourages that with right. with the amount of weapons and the amount of freedom that you get. Really, the only point in GTA where it, where it doesn't really mind what you do is, like, speeding sure. or going through red lights. Well, or, like, think about Bioshock. Like, Bioshock has a similar, like, morality kind of um, theme and video game complacency to like violence or whatever in its gameplay, but when that theme comes about, you still have fun playing the game. Yeah. You can still make the quote-unquote bad decisions in Bioshock and enjoy the gameplay and have fun, and yeah. it's not like impossibly hard. It's what Undertale's doing here is very interesting to me because they're choosing to essentially sabotage their own game because you, the player want to just kind of be a virtual dick, you know? That That's just really interesting. Yeah, that's I, interesting. I would love to know if, if other games do stuff like that, because, I, you know, you know more about games than I do, but this is all new to me. Yeah, I don't know of it. That's what's so unique about Undertale, is I don't know of very many other games that are like, hey, like, we're going to, we are going to sabotage your playthrough, and we are going to tell you, like, you are an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, there are games that de- tell you that you're an asshole. Um, like, Spec Ops Line, like, comes to mind, but they're not, like... The thing with Spec Ops Line is that it's, like, it's fun to shoot people in exactly. a game. Exactly. And, like, Spec Ops Line will, like, in the loading screen, be like, do you feel like a man now? And it's like, well, I'm playing your game, and I'm having fun. But if, like, if Spec Ops Line then took something away from you, like, turned itself off and was, like, Hey, like you want to keep playing? I'm not gonna let you. Yeah, be, be something different, you know. If uh, or like you know, you play like Modern Warfare Two. There's like the no Russian level. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, you don't have to fire your gun. I've always thought that that gun or gun that uh, that level was kind of boring because you never have to fire your gun. It's sure. Like, well, I don't care. Yeah. But like, what if that? What if that? Like level then? Like at the end? Like had like a mom and two children was like, shoot all three of them, otherwise it will kill you, the player. Right. 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 Otherwise you have to start the campaign over again. Yeah, or we'll some, delete some your kind of file. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of punishment like that. Yeah. Like like that's that's morality in gaming, I think. Yeah. Like that's that's better than a paragon or a renegade choice. Because you, you can know? mess with that in a video game and not not everything works with that. You you know mm-hmm. you and sometimes you wanna give that player that freedom. Like you wanna like you play Knights of the Republic, and you're like, I want to take over the galaxy. Right, yeah. Right. Some games are about that. Like, that's the thing with Undertale. I can get if people are off-put by it, because it's... It, 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 it does have an agenda. Like, it is... it is. I mean, agenda, quote-unquote. It, it has a message. I mean, it, it does. Yeah, I, mean, it, I, it, I don't think that it's... It would. It, we're reading into it like... Uh, like, uh, fucking Davy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we're, we're davying ourselves we're right now ourselves. For, for real. Toby Fox is like, I don't fucking care about what you do in this game. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I just wanted these funny characters and I like them. And if you kill them, I'm going to make you feel bad because I like them. Uh, you know, actually, I mean, maybe if 
more games did stuff like Undertale. Like this, this was really this is a really cool idea. Like this, what we're talking about, like this genocide playthrough, like how they do the game. Because most games that I know of don't do this. Maybe if every game did do this, it wouldn't be as as memorable or impressive. You know, I yeah. think it's the outlier, which is why it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I was, you know, speaking of Davy, um, I was thinking about this, like Undertale, Davy, um, the the Tiger Emerald Theft. Yeah, I already forgot the, the name of it. We've been and playing some fucking bangers recently. Really, Kid Icarus. Uh, we haven't played Stanley Parable, but like Undertale, Davy, Tiger Theft, Stanley Parable, those games, I think, fall into a category of like. Uh, Indie-ass indie games. Indie for sure. I mean, Undertale's one of the biggest games of the last decade. It's a fucking indie game, which is awesome. Just like Five Nights at Freddy's and Minecraft, which yeah. were both fucking huge indie games. Mm-hmm. Bigger than AAA garbage that gets farted out of Man, we need to fucking play Castle Crashers, and then we can really talk Fuck, about yeah. indie games. That's an indie game. Um, yeah, we can talk about fucking Xbox Live Arcade. But hey, shut Kids up. don't remember what the fuck Microsoft points were. And kids know Undertale, though. There are kids who were like... 15 right now. They're like, yeah, I grew up playing Undertale. Yeah. Anyway, shut the fuck up. Uh, Back to my amazing point that I was making. Um, All those games, Stanley Parable, Undertale, uh, you know, uh, uh, Davey, they're all like of this caliber caliber of like a game you, that I think is best to play once or like best the first time you play Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure, like I can replay a game like, uh, you know, whatever. Um, Link's Awakening? Link's Donkey Awakening, Kong Country. Donkey Kong, Mario 64, you can play through it, and because it's not a story-based game with, like, a, a strong and potent message that it's trying to get across, that doesn't, like, bog down the gameplay, which is not to say, like, is it a detriment to Undertale, but the story is, I think, the thing that the game's trying to get across. So you play through it once, and you get the story... And then you you feel like you've experienced the game, um, and there's not a whole lot of like by design. There's not a whole lot of like yeah. freedom and wiggle room. But you play something like Mario sixty four, you can just play that game all day because it's designed to be played all day. So I, th- I think these kinds of games, uh, they're they're very interesting because they're they're closer to like that art house feel, um, and and also interestingly too, like Davy, Stanley Parable, Undertale. These are all sort of like postmodern. If I understand what postmodern means correctly, it's. I would say these are post. These are postmodern. Sure. The games. Uh, it, I would say that at this point, the the postmodern of video games is probably started with probably Gone Home. Sure. Being informed by like video game conventions and Gone trumps. Home or Journey. I mean, even Bioshock's twist was postmodern in a way. Sure, but I, I would make an argument that that was more in, in the service of like being a, um, like being a AAA game, and that there were authors behind that who did want that to be like the twist. But like, even like Bioshock Infinite is not like it, it's a twist. But I wasn't like, oh my god, like the like at the time I was like, oh my god. But now I look back at that and I'm like, okay, like this is not like as interesting of a twist because it's not really like that game doesn't really like have a message of like hey you know you don't want to be evil it's more of just like on the fence of like hey like these people are shitty and these people are shitty and like the world is shitty and like Mm -hmm. like 
especially like The Last of Us as well, like the, there are like uh, where there is kind of like a a like postmodern shittiness for like triple A games, mm-hmm. but there's not like a like uh, or but I would say like for like indie games, it's more of like a postmodern in terms of like you know the world is like really great and like you can have like cool experiences and stuff like that. There's like a lot of stuff out there that really feels like that. And now there there are stuff like um, like uh, stuff that is like more um, uh, like not depressing, but just like stuff that's more like realistic, mm-hmm. I guess. Like after party or like Sybil that are like, hey, uh, this is kind of like how life is. Right. Um, I don't know. Or like life is strange. Sure, I, I never played Life is Strange. I don't really want to play that ever again because I'm like <laughs> that game is too real. Yeah. But. Well, that's I mean that's what I guess postmodernism is trying to be. If I'm understanding it correctly, sure. it's, it's too real. Um, but yeah, this this game has shades of that. Undertale does. I, I think it's just like uh, informed by everything we know. <laughs> I'm glad we're like we like played like Kid Icarus, which is just like a like palate cleanser, like fun video game and then we're like here's this deep existential game about like (laughs) what it means to be like on the earth and like forgiveness (laughs) kindness kindness and whatnot yeah and they have almost the same art style it's really 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 weird yeah Mm -hmm. kid icarus and undertale um, did did we decide on what game we wanted to play next? No, I didn't ask you. Yeah, I, I didn't. Th- I it's totally your choice, man. It's. Uh, I mean, I have my list of uh, of stuff. Was there anything that you were thinking about and keeping in mind? Uh, I mean, I have I have a list. Um, should we? Do you want to keep it a surprise for the next episode? No, Which, I want to announce it in case people want to play it. Okay. Well, then I have one ready on standby. Can I? What What do you What do you think? Let Let me know if you don't want to. Okay. But I would love to play um, a Mad World. Oh. Do you own that game? I do own that game. I believe I have. I that believe game. that's on my list of game ideas on on the Google Doc. I would love to play Mad World for the Wii. Okay. Do you want to? Oh, that's gonna be so different from Undertale. <laughs> do you know where a stopping point is, or do you want to go through the whole thing? So I'm gonna look up how long to beat it. I think it's a six to eight hour game. Okay. Um, and that's not a game where it's like we don't need to talk about every moment because there's pretty much just like the level and there's fun stuff in the levels. Yeah, it's it's pretty samey. Um, uh, I never beat it. I played. Ooh. No, I never beat it. I played like maybe about halfway through. And I got distracted. It was when like we were in in like uh, either you were done with college or I was in like uh, going to community college, and I got it from Half Price Books, I believe, hmm. and I was playing it. So yeah, well, it's it's cheap as shit now. It's probably like five bucks. It says... I bought this game new for 50 bucks, and I think I saw it for $5 at a gas station like four years later. Oh my god. It's the... How Long to Beat says it's about five hours. Oh, that really could do that story. in one playthrough, yeah? Yeah, I, could, I can do that in, for one episode. Yeah. there uh, Maybe there's a New Game Plus version that has more stuff. I'll look I'll look into it, but do you want to do Mad World next episode? Sure, let's do yeah. Mad World. <laughs> okay, it's been a while since I've played it, but it, it is... The last time I played it, I was like, this is one of my all-time favorite games. Really? Yes. I, 
that game, and we'll get into it next episode, that game brings back a lot of fucking memories, and a lot of memories about, like, the Wii, and what the Wii meant to people, the, to some people, as opposed to other people. Right. No, I so, think that game is a very interesting we game have a, to talk about. a conversation about that, because, yeah, we're, like, we're hitting the points of our, of our life. When are we, when are we gonna do... When are we gonna do Fallout Three? And I can talk about uh, <laughs> visiting DC right after playing that game. Right. Yeah. Or play, or playing that game, at, or visiting DC and then playing that game right afterward, being like, "Oh my God, this game is looks exactly like DC. <laughs> Fallout That's looks fucking just, weird. Dude, this is Fallout in real life. Have you? Well, no. I was like, this is DC in a game. Yeah. I was like, wow, these these uh, train tunnels look. Very, very similar. They did their research. Mm -hmm. That's really upsetting because this game is depressing. <laughs> um, well, I, I think the uh, another question to ask is what are we going to do when we've gone through all the games that we've, for this podcast, when we go through all the games that we've like already played huh. that defined our lives? Ryan. We have to think of new games. Ryan, I have I have a list. We, we got a long list. Oh, okay. And there's, there's stuff that we... Uh, I mean, I don't know when eventually we're gonna, you're gonna be too busy with, with other stuff. We're not gonna be able to play stuff, but we got a long list to get through. This is my list. That's <laughs> that is not long enough. <laughs> I, I only add to it when I think of stuff. Do, do you, oh man, I can't wait to play Alien Isolation. Uh, it's hey, a fucking thirty-hour game. It's twenty hours. It's too long. You told me a lot about that game when it came out. It's too long. Well, uh, anyway. Um, I think we can end here then. I want to talk about one more thing. Yeah. Uh, this is, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, the 11th episode of this podcast. Did you expect to make it to 11? Uh, I don't know what I expected, but, uh, you know, I, I think... I haven't even looked at the stats for us on iTunes or dude, anything like we that. we actually get a million views per episode. What? Yeah. They're all me. Uh, but, <laughs> um... Uh, like, you know, what do you think about the first ten episodes of this? I'm just curious. Man, I've been disappointed since episode one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having fun. I mean, this is about what I expected. I wasn't like, ugh. But, yeah, like, I I don't know. I, I, I've been enjoying myself. What did we play? We played Flower, Bioshock 2, Cuphead, Little Nightmares, The Beginner's Guide, Dr. Lang. Langskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, A Whirlwind Heist, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. I played that. You I did not play that. Uh, and uh, Kid Icarus and then Undertale. Wow. You've beaten more games this year than you've beaten, like, ever. <laughs> I beat more games this year than I've beaten probably... In the last ten years. Probably in, than I did in 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. <laughs> yeah, probably back until, like, 2003. <laughs> Uh, maybe my entire life. I have a problem. This I don't, is, this I don't is beat me. games. I, I, I beat games. No, I play games. I don't beat them. I go, alright, now I've, I've, I'm playing through Tomb Raider right now, and I'm trying to be like, okay, let me beat this. Fucking Xenoblade Chronicles, I'm playing through that, and I'm like, this game is like 150 hours, and like most people would probably be like, Jordan, you can stop doing all the fucking completionist garbage, but I'm like, I gotta see... 
and all this shit and then you know beat it i gotta see i gotta see everything it's 150 i just gotta see i I can't just look it up i can't look it up i gotta fucking play it through all the way that's my dude i just can't like 100 hour games i just can't do that you've talked about i'm gonna play through undertale Undertale. xenoblade chronicles i'm like you will never play Xenoblade. that game is too long it has really really cool moments that i could spoil for you but i'm like no, this game is like, is like, really, really long. I want to play. And overstays its welcome. I just, I like to do. I like to read books. I like to ride my bike, and it's tough to find time for hundred-hour games. Oh no! Like I get it. Like I haven't read a book like cover to cover. I think since the, the how many is he on? The fifth Game of Thrones? I, no, I read the. Disaster Artist. Oh yeah, and I read that, and that was really good. But like, mm-hmm. I tried starting another book about uh, about uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Taft. Who? Presidents. I know. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is really interesting. And then I was like, I'm bored. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to Xenoblade. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier to just play, like, a Hearthstone game in bed or watch a video. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, is, like, the games that I... Like, I love playing Smash Bros, and I play that all the time, but that's a game where you're supposed to just, like, play. Like, it's, it's not like Xenoblade, where yeah. you go through a 100-hour story. I'm like, I need to see the story of these games. I'm like, all right, uh, Halo Infinite? Yeah, I'll go through I played through all of the Halo games, including Halo Reach 1. I did not finish 2, because I got bored. They made a Halo Reach 2? Yeah. Or not Halo Reach 2. Halo Wars. Oh, okay. Halo Wars, sorry. Not Halo Reach 2. Uh, Yeah, I I love Halo Reach. No, Halo Reach 2, they should make that. Reacher. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Halo Reaching. uh, I played through Halo Wars 1 and Halo Wars 2 like halfway through and I was like, I just need to see this because maybe they'll mention it in Halo Infinite because I'm broken inside. You should you should have seen me playing through all the Kingdom Hearts to get the three. Three came out and then I was like, I haven't finished Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, so I can't play that three because Dream Drop Distance leads directly into three. I can't watch a playthrough of it. I have no. to play it. I mean, at least with that, it's like you're totally submerging yourself in this one thing for a little while. Like that's kind of cool. And then by the end of it, you played all the Kingdom Hearts games. You know. Yeah. No, I. Still haven't gone through the fucking DLC that they released that's like $30 and it's like two hours. That sounds awesome. I'm like, that's. That sounds fucking dumb. That's. Wait, what am I. I'm shitting on $30 for two hours of entertainment, but that's basically what a fucking movie is. I mean, I guess. But also, like, you have to go then go through and beat, like, a gauntlet of, like, bosses, and then that gets you the true ending. And the bosses are like the hardest bosses in the franchise. It's like so. Uh, I'm like that sounds like not fun. The bosses are like uh, sands on crack. It's it's um, Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. They have to fight. <laughs> no, it's their own original characters. That it's like Sephiroth. They're not Sephiroth. Xanort, the guy that Woody from Toy Story says, That's "Stop it." it. <laughs> Stop it, Xehanort. Stop it, Xehanort. I love the it. hearts. I've never played Kingdom Hearts, but I love in those games, like, the three main characters are Sora, <laughs> Donald, and Goofy. And Sora doesn't know anything, so he always need, needs things explained to him. So I'm going to be like, give exposition. 
but you can't have Donald Duck give exposition, and it has to be one Sora, Donald, or Goofy to give this exposition to Sora. So it's usually their own third-party character, Ryan. You never played these games. No, it's Goofy. It's, it's not always good. No, it's, it's Goofy. Goofy. Goofy's always like that's Zaynord, who he's the king of the demon dimension. No, it's not. It's Goofy talks so fucking much in Kingdom Hearts. No. He doesn't say anything funny. That's in Kingdom Hearts one, and then in like Kingdom Hearts like two, it's like. Here's our own original OC who fucking sucks, who's edgy as fuck, and he's all about friendship and and in in Kingdom Hearts like eight, and you're like, okay. Oh, is Dude, that? Dude, you have to fucking play through Kingdom Hearts one, Kingdom Hearts the fucking card game on the Game Boy Advance that got remade for PS2. That's awesome. Chain of Memories. That's that's Kingdom Hearts two, then Kingdom Hearts two, then Kingdom Hearts. Uh, that's you can't go into three. You have to go to Kingdom Hearts, uh, fucking, uh, coded or whatever the fuck, which is a DS game. Decoded. No, no, you have to you have to go to Kingdom Hearts, uh, uh, what Birth by Sleep is the no, not Birth by Sleep, fucking three three fifty eight over two days on yeah. the DS. Yeah. Then you go to the fucking PSP game. Then you go to coded. Then you go to fucking. It's like. I just ha, fucking Valve can't count to three, but fucking Square Enix takes fucking thirty extra decimals to, yeah. to count to three. Like where they they say shut up one two and then like five quadratic equations and then three. Yeah. Wait, can I tell you something about Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance that's always like subtly pissed me off? Yeah. Uh, why the fuck? I know it's on the 3DS, but you don't need to incorporate 3Ds <laughs> into the title. It's so fucking stupid. It's on. We need to call it Dream uh, Drop Distance because it's the 3DS. So it, it just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just call it Kingdom Hearts Mission Drop or some stupid shit like it. That all, I was. I always thought that was so stupid. It's like if they made a Kingdom Hearts game for the PSP and they called it like uh, Plus Story. Uh, Placenta or some stupid, like just call it fucking Plus, something uh, else. Portable. Yeah, yeah. It's like Kingdom Hearts, playable Sora port or so. It's like just <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's dude, my Kingdom case. Hearts, we're never gonna play through Kingdom Hearts ever because no. those games are too fucking fuck no. But dude, there's a, in Kingdom Hearts three they bring back like everybody and there's a fucking phone game. Yeah, you and they this. bring back the fucking spoilers. For fucking Kingdom Hearts three, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, in, in Kingdom Hearts 3, there's a part where they're like, it's all the Keyblades from the Keyblade War, which is wow. what the fucking, uh, that's where the mobile game takes place. They uh, they get, like, all the souls of the Keyblades to form into, like, a massive fucking, like, tornado Keyblade that you ride and, like, fight on. So, like, and they all have names on them. It's like... Buddy Boy 36 <laughs> Bucko number 23 and it's like these people are helping you it's like fuck off wait isn't the isn't the Keyblade War like the big event yes. that kicked off and it's a phone game yeah it's like the biggest event in Kingdom Hearts yeah. isn't it and they that was that one was the phone game the funny thing is that's actually the one on the iPhone is a is a remake of a like a cell phone like a fucking like flip phone cell phone oh, wow. game. 
Oh my god. And that they took that canon that seriously for the flip. Yes! It, they said the most important event in this timeline is going to debut on a fucking Motorola Razor. Yes. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. And if Are you there, really experience the full Kingdom Hearts, you have to fucking go, like, talk about game preservationists. Like, yeah, you, really. You have to be like, I gotta go get a fucking Motorola flip phone. I was gonna say, are there, like, purists out there oh, that I'm are, like, so sure. if you're not playing it on a Motorola, then you're really not even enjoying Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, if you're into Kingdom Hearts, that's cool. I'm not judging. It's, it's just a Fuck funny you. Kingdom Hearts is fucking stupid. It's a funny and thing. This comes from a guy who's played all of them except for... <laughs> That stupid fucking phone game. I played 50 hours I and I play, hate that. I didn't play fucking Coded because Coded's a fucking bad game. I watched the movie. Same with 358 over two days. I watched the movie on the fucking 2.8. Uh, no, 2.8 is a different. I would play it on, on 2.5. 2.8 is, is Final Chapter Prologue, which came on a fucking. Ugh. God, I hate Kingdom Hearts. Undertale is a good game, though. We're gonna play Mad World next episode. Yeah. So, if you want to follow us on fucking Twitter, like <laughs> idiots, you can. Don't follow us on Twitter. No, follow, follow me on Twitter at Ironheart One Eighty Three. You fucks. You can read about nothing because I don't think I've tweeted recently. Um, uh, but uh, then you can you can. You can follow the the account, which I didn't post the episode last week. Hey, on you didn't post the Undertale episode on the Twitter. Shut up, you fucker! I forgot about it. It's um, okay. Uh, the the podcast Twitter is podcast underscore pixels. Also, email us at uh, infinitepixelspodcast at gmail .com. Austin, email us. Subscribe on all of your favorite uh, Spotify and iTunes. That's it. Yeah. That's the only places that we're on. Uh, we're, okay, we're on SoundCloud too, yeah. Yeah, but uh, nobody uses SoundCloud. I actually, if I am re-listening to an episode of this just to see how it went, it usually is on SoundCloud. What? Yeah. Uh, so I'm driving those numbers up. You know, on SoundCloud, but not yeah. on the fucking Spotify app. The, the least practical and monetizable. Come uh, on, I gotta yeah. get that money, son. It's all about the money. That's that's. I pay eight dollars on SoundCloud to have it hosted. Come on, baby. Do you? I do. Oh, thank you for doing that. Yeah. I did. It took ten episodes for me to know that that happened. Yeah, I had to shell out a hundred bucks at the beginning. Oh man. Yeah, welcome to having a podcast. All right, it was worth it to rant about Kingdom Hearts, though. <laughs> We're done this episode. <laughs> it was all worth it. <laughs> that was. This is the apex of it. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, this is. It's all downhill from here. Well, we're going to play Mad World next episode. Was there anything else you wanted to say? No, like Undertale, be kind to each other. Of course, be kind to each other. That's the most important thing, is to be kind. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>